And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. And I don't know where to start. First of all, we got Donald Trump being indicted yet again. 70 something counts. And they tell me that it's not politically motivated. If it's not, then I can't tell. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, Hunter Biden's former business partner, Devin Archer, has been speaking out, singing like a bird, doing interviews. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, Lizzo is involved with a big lawsuit. Some of her former background dancers are saying, hey, you're fat shaming us, (laughs) you know, and, and you are putting us in really uncomfortable situations overseas dealing with some really inappropriate behavior we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also the sun bear the 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 sun bear over in china that some thought was an actual human being is it a human is it a bear we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also snow white and willy wonka have both gone kind of woke and it's funny because you know the whole idea of being woke is you're supposed to be very inclusive and not leave anybody out. It doesn't really matter what his disability is. But all of a sudden, wokeness is now excluding people because of their disability. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later and a whole lot more topics on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. And a hilarious audience, too. You guys talking about a bit fat problem with Lizzo, uh, a big B.I.G. all caps lawsuit. We'll talk about all that a little bit more a little bit later. But thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the Internet. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. We have a lot to get into today, and I'm glad you guys are here. Oh boy, we got a lot to get into. We got quite a few topics. I got a lot of videos for you guys that I've not played on my regular uh, pre-recorded videos that I'm going to play for you guys right here tonight. But first, before we get into it, you know, I got to give a shout out to my sponsors. Shout out to PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these internets. You could go to their website directly, PatriotPost.us. Or find a link in the description, patriotpost.us, your best source of news and information. Also, my website, anthonyblogan.com, that is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. You can find every article for each video that I produce right there on the front page of the website. And if you're ever wondering, hey, where's the source, ABL? Where'd you get the tidbit of information? Where's the full video? Where's the uncensored video at? Just go to the website, anthonyblogan.com. Again, that is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, that letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. Go to the front page of the website. Go to the corresponding article, and you can find whatever you want. Sources from left, right, independent, agnostic, politically, is all right there on the website for your viewing and reading pleasure. Also, go to the contact page of the website, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. You can find my email address, my email address, my social media platforms, Facebook, Insta, Snaps, all of that good stuff right there on anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. And if you're ever wondering if you 
are conversing with me on the internet about some random stuff like Bitcoin or Forex, it's not me. But if you really want to double check, just go to the contact page. If the communication method is not there on the contact page, it's not me. If you don't see my face like this, it's not me. But you know what? Sometimes it could be me because they got this, uh, I, you know, I, I watch some of these shows, uh, little clips of them, like the um, where people get scammed or romance scammers. And what these guys will do is they'll take, for example, they take one of my pictures from my Instagram or I'll take a screenshot of me. It'll be a still shot and then they will animate it with artificial intelligence. So it's not me, but it may look like me. But I know one thing they can't do is imitate my voice. Regardless of what, um, the best way to figure out if it's me or not is to go to the contact page. And also, I'm never going to talk to you about Bitcoin, Forex, or nothing like that. I don't want to get any more emails asking if it's me talking at you about how to turn your $5 into $500,000. Please stop. This is 2023, and nobody got time to get scammed. Again, Everything you need will be right there on the website, anthonyblogancom anthonyblogancom forward slash contact, ablmerch.com, that is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website, ablmerch.com, anthonyblogancom and patriotpost.us. Everything will be in the box. All right, so we got quite a few things on deck for tonight. And again, thank y'all for being here. Could not do the show without you. But we got a lot to go to, to get through. We got quite a few videos. Oh, we're, we're going to get into the, the, the Trump indictment and whatnot. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. The, the dog and pony show, that is. It, 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 if I ever seen a dog and pony show, like this, this is it. This is a prime example of what a dog and pony show is. But before we go into that... Let's check out some of these uh, videos here. And I got quite a few of them. Okay. I got some stuff from San Francisco. I got a little bit of everything. Um, where do I begin? Where do I begin? I could start with. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I might start with this video right here. Now, if it's too violent, y'all please forgive me. But I got to show it. I need to show it, and I also need to show one about the whole thing of, uh, the you know, they're talking about DeSantis and the, the standards for education, talking about, oh, you're saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, all kind of stuff. You know, I, I got to show that. Oh, and I have one more of those Man on the Street interviews, this time from um, our friend Savannah, Hernan Savannah Hernandez. All right, so... Where do I begin? There's so much. Okay, let's start with this here. Okay, we're going to start with Savannah. Then we're going to get into some of the San Fran videos and a little bit more. We got a lot to get through. So y'all y'all, y'all, hang on. Hang on for, for, for dear life on this one. All right, I think we're going to start there. Yeah, that's perfect. And then the San Fran stuff a little bit after that. All righty. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Let's do it this way. Okay. First things first, we're going to start with Savannah Hernandez and Man on the Street interviews. Like, you've seen some of these things where people get asked questions like, how many states in the United States? Okay. Um, what ocean does Florida 
border? What, what, okay, where is China? Like basic stuff like that. People just don't know. So let's watch this and see what you know, what you don't know. And hopefully if you're watching my video right now, if you're watching me live or if you're watching me on the replay or if you got the podcast in your earphones right now, and by the way, before we get into this, listening to a podcast right now, it'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the box. I hope wherever you hear me right now, you know the answers to all these questions. All right, let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Let's get a little bit of sound. RIP headphone users. What did the Declaration of Independence do? Save sleeves from being enslaved. <laughs> Let's start over again because I came into it kind of hot. The question was, what did the Declaration of Independence do? Now, you guys should know that, right? This should not be a discussion or a debate. It should be pretty common sense, all right? <laughs> it, it should be common sense. Like, if I asked you, hey, is water wet? It shouldn't really be a, a discussion. It is what it is. What about ice? Let's stop playing games. Let's continue. What did the Declaration of Independence do? Save sleeves from being enslaved. Oh, no, 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 no. It got us away from the uh, UK. I declared, like, the freedom of the USA. From who? George Washington? Am I wrong? From the British girl. The, isn't he from George Washington's in England? They freed us, right? From what? Slavery. Declare us independence. Yeah, an independent or free world country. Of who? Oh, wait, no, no, no. It was for the slaves, right? No. <laughs> but who did we declare independence from? British? Britain? Yeah, Britain or Sp Spain? And just adding stuff in it. <laughs> like Spain. Why would you talk about Spain? Like, boy, oh boy. Right, the declaration. It gave us um, independence gave our, and freedom. Yeah, it gave us freedom and our independence and right. having rights to vote and, you know. Yeah. Vote. Who did it give us declaration of independence from? Tom Jefferson. Tom Jefferson, I don't know. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Um, the Declaration of Independence declared the independence. He's <laughs> it declared the independence. I mean, he tried. I mean, he just was using what he had. He was like, okay, what, what did it do? I'm gonna just read it back to you. I know kind of what declare means, so I'm going to just say it declarated the independence. There we go. We're going to just roll with that one. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. From who? Abraham Lincoln. But who do we declare independent? <laughs> the Declaration of Independence declared us independent from Abraham Lincoln. You, you heard it right there. All right. It's from France or Spaniard, Spain or one of them. Oh, boy. Okay. Declaration of Independence, July 4, 1776. We declared our independence from the kingdom of Great Britain. Okay. That that was that was the thing. You had the colonies that came over here originally from Great Britain. We wanted to be independent from them, start our own nation. So 1776, there we go right there. Okay. And the 13 um stars for the original 13 colonies. Same thing with the flag. You got 13 stripes for the 13 colonies. Okay. We declared independence from the kingdom of Great Britain. 1776. All right. That's why you celebrate July 4th, Independence Day. I mean, now we could get into the technicalities of when certain things were signed, but that's not really the point. The point is that it was not to declare independence from uh, Thomas Jefferson or Abraham Lincoln, who came about what um, 
he, he was elected president in 1864, if I'm not mistaken. And then he got popped by a Democrat a little while later, but that's a different story. So you're talking about a guy that came out about 100 years later? No. I mean, but that's, you know, but I, I guarantee you this, though. I guarantee you this. If you ask those same kids about, um, if you ask those same kids or young people, I don't want to say kids because these are adults, it looks like. If you ask them about LGBT, elemental P, X, Y, and Z, they would have no problem because they are focusing more on that in school rather than basic, simple education. Basic, simple education. All right. So, hey, somebody says it right here. These are fourth grade governmental class questions and these fools have no clue. Yeah. Somebody said I was free from Joe Biden. Hilarious. But that's what we got going on right now. So while everybody... Well, while they're worried about LGBTQ stuff, they have no idea about our own history. All right. Here's another video. And this is a TikTok video on Twitter, or as it's now known, X. POV, shopping in a Democrat-run city. All right, let's check it out. What kind of shampoo should we get? I'm going to just grab, like, one of these. Some shampoo. Let's get some deodorant. Some deodorant. Oh, let's get some body wash. Um, what else do we need? Laundry detergent. Perfect. Laundry detergent. Air freshener. I mean, what in the world? Why locking up air freshener? You can't even get a Glade plug-in without having to get assistance from a store employee? I don't understand. I don't get it. Why are y'all still in Glade plugins? Who does that? Get some shaving cream, razor, stuff like, stuff like that. What kind of toothpaste did you want? I like, uh... Tell me the purpose of having the retail store where you can actually go in and shop when the things that you want are going to be behind lock and key. What's the purpose? Why not just go to Amazon? I mean, if I, listen, if I could not get basic, simple things just from going in, getting it, and doing, like, self-checkout, something like that, I'm going to go to Amazon and get it sent straight to my house. It's simple. Excuse me? Um, could I get some help unlocking the travel size Q-tips? <laughs> the travel size Q-tips is crazy. <laughs> so that's what you got going on right there in these uh, Democrat-run cities. All right. Now, here's a sad one right here. Christianity continues to be dismantled in France. Saint-Canel, Saint-Saprin Church in La Bossonnaire, Mayenne, being torn down yesterday. So this is a, a church being torn down. All right. So a lot of the antiquities and whatnot in the old world, you know, is, is coming to an end. Coming to an end. And, you know, my question would be, okay, what are they going to put right there? Are, are they tearing it down? Is that an accurate caption? Or are they doing some kind of remodeling? Like, what's really going on here? That'd be my question. But, you know, I, I think if there's going to be anybody to blame for what's happening here, you got to blame those who are in power, those who run the country, for allowing it to be overrun by whatever's on the outside rather than uh, maintaining your sovereignty. That's what you got to do. And this is what's happening right now to the USA. We're, we're not maintaining our sovereignty. We're being 
overtaken by the outside because we refuse to have border security. We refuse to have, you know, common sense measures in place. And I'm going to get to the whole border security question in just one moment. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to get to that right now. Okay. Because we got something pretty interesting going on with a, a certain someone in New York city. Yeah. Your main man, Eric Adams. Have you seen what he said? Now there's quite a few things that he said actually, and I'm going to bring up, that in just one moment so y'all please hang tight for me but there's a lot happening in new york city with the migrant quote-unquote crisis right there's there's a whole lot happening there and um they cannot they don't have enough room for all these so-called migrants it's not enough room they're all over the place and this is really the fault of the administration of eric adams the mayor of new york city because he was the one who invited them there remember when he said Back in 2021, when he was running to become the mayor, that New York City will remain a sanctuary city under an Adams administration. Remember he said that? He put it on Twitter and everything. And as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and put that on the screen, all right, just so we are on the same page with each other. And then we're going to look at a news clip in a no. moment, so y'all hang tight for me. But he said these things. Now, let me just move that over there so we can get on the same page. But yeah, he said quite a few things, and now he kind of he kind of wants to go the other direction, and it's like, well, don't 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 do that. Don't go the other direction. Stay on what you said. Now, here's what he said recently about the migrant crisis. Let's check it out. This is from today, August first. Well, not that today. This is from yesterday, August first, twenty twenty three. Eventually, this was going to come to a neighborhood near you. Having someone embedded is a good start. That, that came from the Secretary of Homeland Security. We want to thank him. But I've been very clear on what we need. We need to control the border. We need to call a state of emergency. And we need to properly fund this national crisis. One more time, because I, I may, maybe I didn't quite catch that. Because, you know, the what he said before this, and the policy out there on the ground in New York City is a little bit different. Am I hearing things? Y'all, y'all let me know. Eventually, this was going to come to a neighborhood near you. Having someone embedded is a good start. That, that came from the Secretary of Homeland Security. We want to thank him. But I've been very clear on what we need. We need to control the border. We need to call a state of emergency. And we need to properly fund this national crisis. You got to control the border. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 just one minute. You, sir, said that New York City is a sanctuary city. So why do we need border control? Why do we need border control? What are we talking about? You want to be a sanctuary city? What's the purpose of having a border controlled and controlling the flow of illegal aliens, asylum seekers, refugees, whatever you want to call them? What's the point in doing that if you're going to be a sanctuary city and you're going to allow everybody to come there. Oh, is it because it's costing you $4 billion to try and house these people and you have nowhere to put them? Now, all of a sudden, you want to make a difference? So maybe what DeSantis and Abbott and other governors are doing by sending in your direction, maybe it's working. Just maybe it's working because you've become a NIMBY, not in my backyard, right? You've become a NIMBY when it was in Texas. Then it was fine when it was in Arizona, California, New Mexico, Florida, even is fine. But when it comes to your front doorstep, when it comes to Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, Long Island, Staten Island, all of a sudden it's a problem. Okay. All of a sudden it's a problem. Here's what he said in 2021. 
look, see right there. We should protect our immigrants, period. Yes, New York City will remain a sanctuary city under an Adams administration. Hashtag Eric on NBC. So you probably said that on television, said it right here on the Twitters. But now all of a sudden, oh, we got to control the border. You know, we got to. Huh? Now, here's something else. We got we got more video. So migrants have taken over the streets of Manhattan. Mayor Eric Adams campaign on keeping New York City a sanctuary city for migrants. Shout out to Libs of TikTok for uh, reposting the video from uh, the TikToks. So check it out. I'm a reporter in New York City, and this is what I'm covering this Monday morning. I took this video at around 4.30 this morning outside the Roosevelt Hotel in Manhattan on 45th Street. This is actually on 46th Street, but I'm just showing on this side to show the line of migrants that are sleeping on the sidewalk. Now, these are asylum seekers. They arrived in New York City a couple of days ago, hoping to get processed at the Roosevelt Hotel. Now, this was an iconic hotel. It's been in movies, but it shut down about three years ago and reopened earlier this year as an intake center for asylum seekers. Now, this weekend they were at capacity, so these migrants were left to sleep on the sidewalk. You can see the only thing separating them from the concrete is cardboard. Except for these folks here, you can see them sleeping right on the concrete, right on the sidewalk directly. If you've been following news out of New York City, you know that this isn't new. This has been happening for the past couple of months. There have been more than 93,000 asylum seekers that have arrived here in the city since the spring. Officials have said that this migrant crisis is costing the city billions of dollars, at least $4 billion, and Mayor Eric Adams is asking for more federal help. Why do you need more federal help? I thought New York City was a sanctuary city. So if you declare yourself as a sanctuary city, then why do you need help? You should have everything in control, right? You say you're a sanctuary city, then you bear the burden. You foot the bill. Look, if I say, you know what, I am able to do X, Y, and Z, I'm, I'm taking the challenge and the responsibility. You send them my way, they'll be just fine. And then when you do what I ask, all of a sudden, oh, well, we need some help. Um, we're overwhelmed. Nah, 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 nah. Ain't nobody need help and we're overwhelmed. This is what you asked for. So you got it. So don't don't cry about it now. <laughs> don't don't cry about it now. You have gotten exactly what you asked for. It's very, very simple. All right. Now let's check out this news clip right here. Then we're gonna keep on going. We got a lot of video to get through. So let's keep on rocking and rolling. To a developing story, asylum seekers are camping out in the heat in front of the Roosevelt Hotel, a migrant relief center. But that hotel is now at capacity and no longer accepting migrants. CBS 2's Alicia Reed live tonight in Midtown East with the latest there. Alicia? Jessica, some of these people have been camped out since the overnight hours when buses dropped them off in front of the Roosevelt Hotel. They're lined up down the street, around the block, and it's not just in front of the hotel. They're on multiple sides of the street. Now, we did speak to asylum seekers from Venezuela, Nicaragua, and West Africa. They tell us the hotel has been giving them food and water since they got here, but they've been told there's no room. And so for now, they have to sit and wait outside. Today has been quite 
quite hot. We're told these MTA buses have been made available for people to go in and cool off. There's no time frame on when they'll be able to get shelter, but one man who is here on his own tells me some single individuals were asked to come outside to offer space for families and children. For now, the rest of these adults remain on the street. They tell us that there is no room. It's going to be like uh, they, they, they all fall. They said that. Like we have to wait maybe two weeks, maybe like two, two days or who knows. They now, here's something I got to just, I got to say this. And I said it in my video as well. The narrative that the media and the, and the politicals that give you is that these are people coming from Mexico. They're poor, they're tired, they're hungry, all this and that, and the third. The average normie, when you talk about um, illegal immigration and or asylum seekers, they'll say they come from Mexico. It just, it just trying to find a better life. It's dangerous out there. We got the cartels and everything. Okay, but my man right here, is that a Mexican accent? Or am I hearing like Middle East? How did you get here, sir? You got Africans out there. You got Europeans out there. You got Chinese out there. How'd y'all get here? Because again, the narrative is Mexicans who could just walk from Juarez and uh, 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 Tijuana, Sinaloa, they could just walk across the border and to Texas and, oh, I'm an asylum seeker. Please help me. No, <laughs> I mean, they're doing that, but you got people from all over. You got the entire world, the entire world coming here illegally. Or they're trying to subvert the system. They're trying to get in through the back door, literally. Literally. From all over the world, plane tickets. They, they're getting on planes. They're going across the ocean. A lot of Americans will never even get on the airplane. But we're told to have sympathy and a place in our hearts for those who can afford plane tickets, who can afford to pay coyotes to get them smuggled across. And, 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 and at these hotels where they are held up at, and outside on the ground, well, really in the hotel, because outside on the ground are going to be the adult males because the hotels are reserved for the women and the children. And these women are pregnant a lot of times. There was one hotel where they said two to three children per month were being born. Okay, now you got a whole anchor baby mill in New York City. But Eric Adams, now you want to control the border. Maybe you got tired of delivering babies at these hospitals, anchor babies. It's a mess. If you want to come here, do it the right way. Coming through the back door, sneaking in, illegal. It's a slap in the face to people who have come here legally who follow the law. Listen, if you want to come to America, I don't care who you are, what you, where you come from, as long as you do it lawfully. But this stuff right here, coming across the border, and then you get, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's collusion going on. Eric Adams and other mayors, governors, and whatnot, they invite people like this to their states. Then when it gets out of control, it costs too much, then they want to start complaining. But I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Or who knows? They gave us the ticket. They said they're going to call us, and they didn't. 
a statement, the mayor's office says in part, with more than 93,000 asylum seekers coming through our intake system since last spring, our teams run out of space every single day, and we do our best to offer placements wherever we have space available. Children and families continue to be prioritized and are found a bed every night. While we at least offered all adults a temporary place to wait off the sidewalks last night, some may have chosen to sleep outside. We're told, unfortunately, this may continue to happen unless the city gets funding from the federal and state government as these asylum seekers continue to come in. Now, there seems to be some action happening behind us. The buses just left maybe a moment ago. All these adult males, a lot of Africans. I see some, you know, some, uh, some, some Hispanic, maybe some Chinese, white guys. See a white guy right there, European guy. I'm seeing the whole world. You got the, you got the UN behind you, uh, Miss Alicia. Shout out to Alicia, by the way. Ago and the people that have been laying and sitting on the street, they're all now lined up waiting to go inside. Oh yeah, I forgot we got gang members. Somebody said it right there. You got Mara Salvatrucha, MS13, La MA. You got other gangs from all over the world. You get violent criminals, predators, all kind of stuff. Because when you're coming in the country just willy-nilly, you don't know who you're getting. You have no idea. Somebody can say, you know what, I'm a minor. I'm, I'm 16 years old. Please come help me. Meanwhile, the person is 21 years old, already been to jail, violent offender, gang member, tattoos on their forehead and everything else. But I digress. Live from Midtown, Alicia Reed, CBS 2 News. All right. So so that's that. That's the story over there in New York City. So if, you, if you're living out there in New York, <laughs> just watch it back because it's, it's rough. It's, it's definitely rough out there. It's, it's the evil world we live in. I don't know what you're going to do with yourself. And that same thing is happening all over the country. All over the country it's happening. But um, let's get to this right here. Now, a lot of you guys may have seen this video. I'm not glorifying violence at all. But I will say, if you got somebody in your store robbing you, stealing from you, or whatever, what should you do? Now, the prevailing thought process in a lot of these liberal cities is do nothing. Let them still do whatever they want. Some say, hey, get your pistol and blam, blam. Now, others think a little bit differently. All right. I'm not going to play the whole thing because they're going to try to get me on. A, 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 they're going to say, are you promoting violence? So I'll just play some of this right here. This, this has gone kind of viral. So apparently we got um, some Sikhs who own the store and you got one black guy robbing it. Another black guy saying, hey, man, you can and then you can really do is call the police. Now, the one black guy saying call the police, he's thinking like a lot of the liberal people think like we, we, matter of fact, we're going to show that in a minute out there in Oakland. OK, because some are going to try to blame the blacks for stealing or whatever. But you see over on the left coast, everybody steals. If you want to be a crackhead, smoke fentanyl, whatever, everybody does this. It's not a race thing. And it's also not a race specific thing when it comes to being lenient. We'll see that in a minute. Once, once it gets to the Oakland situation. Why you doing and, and sorry for the cussing. It's not my fault. Blame this time the black man, not the white man. And if you can't see what's happening, 
this guy has a trash bag, uh, like a big, um, <laughs> like one of the size bags you would use for uh, garden leaves and whatnot. Um, and he's just placing all types of cigarettes in there and he's trying to steal it. Hey, let me get a switch with Can I get a strip? See, now the guy behind the counter told my son, can I get a swisher? See, you need to go to jail too. He, they they should have whipped you too, but anyway. Right, right let me get a swisher. Oh, back up, nigga. Back up. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, put, put the gun on this one. Oh, there's nothing wrong. It's good. It's really nothing you can do. But it's nothing you can do. It's like they're not going to do nothing. You just have to just claim you have insurance. You have insurance? What? Does you have insurance? Now, I've heard this quite a bit when people talking about, you know, when you when your store is getting vandalized, people are stealing or whatever. They say, oh, you got insurance and no problem. But that's not, you, you can't just rely on that, can you? Because at a certain point, if you have an insurance policy, they're going to be like, all right, you're getting hit up every day and you're calling us every day to report a claim. So we're not going to cover you anymore. We're starting to see certain insurance carriers leave states. I'm not quite sure that it's because of theft necessarily, but natural disasters. If you keep having the same natural disaster over and over again, why are we going to insure you the same way? If you keep having your store robbed over and over again, why will we insure you? That make any sense. It hurts you. God damn. Ain't nothing you can do that. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Tell you call police. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Tell police come on. Hey, hey, no, you, hey, don't. Hey. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Don't do that. So now the, the owners are like, okay, you know, you're not gonna just go back here and take stuff from us. We're gonna get into action. Do that, man. Don't do so my man right here, okay, he's he's holding them. And the other guy. Got the, the the broom handle right there, and he's, he's gonna hit, he's gonna hit him quite a few times. Now I can't play that in full because YouTube, no, nah, they are. Are you promoting violence? Uh, they're gonna try to flag it, but yeah, they they hit him up pretty good. Now I don't think the guy got seriously injured, but this is kind of like a like a happy medium. You in there still in doing whatever you want to do, and then the owner's not gonna just take it. You want to steal from us? Okay, well take this beating right quick. All right, now. Here's the question I have for you guys. Here's the question. Will the owners get charged for a crime right there? Are they going to get charged with assault? In some parts of the country, if you do stuff like this, if you do, if you do stuff like that to somebody that's in a store stealing, you might get charged with a crime. And then the person that was stealing would get off scot-free. That's kind of how it works, unfortunately. Shout out to your main man out there, Daniel Penny. And Daniel Penny didn't even do this. You know, the whole thing with the with the attack. But that's a different story. And for now, I digress. All right. So, say, say I beat him 100 times. They ain't beat him that much. It's only like a two-minute clip. And then at that point, it was like a minute 30 of the clip. So, yeah, you got what you deserve. Don't, don't go stealing. Leave people alone. Mind your business. It's just that simple. Now, we're going to continue here because we have another situation that we are going to show. Oh, we got to get into Oakland because that's a, that's a pretty big story that I cover on the, on the show. 
Oakland, San Fran, Bay Area in general, you got a crime problem. And I think the problem emanates from a lack of broken windows policing. And I'll explain. When you're able to, you know, issue citations for things that appear to be smaller, um, that's how you're able to keep some of the bigger crime down. Okay. Like, let's say you're, you're, you're loitering, littering, um, it's just things that appear to be small. When you just let it go, that's when bigger things happen. And that is the problem. All right. That is a problem. All right. First thing that we I got a few videos here. Let me go ahead and cue those up right quick. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all the good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Let's go ahead and get rocking here. So this is very typical out there in Oakland. Um, a news crew got their vehicle broken into instantly. The caption right here says, in um in Oakland shooting a story about crime. Got broken in excuse me. Got broken into again, but this time our car was completely empty. We were across the street. This happened in seconds. So if you can't see what's going on, the vehicle, the bet the bet window is broken out completely. All right. Working out completely. And they said they said it was empty, although it was not empty. I see a cup right there, but I guess they meant that there was no actual uh, things of value inside the vehicle. But um, this is kind of what happens in a lot of these uh, urban inner cities, major cities where you get all kind of liberal policies. People think that they're not really going to keep caught. It's not really a big deal. So they'll do things like this in broad daylight. It's no, it's no problem. And the people that allow this kind of behavior to persist keep getting voted for over and over and over and over again. And then there's nothing that's done. And they complain about it, but it's like, well, what did you do to prevent it? All right. Now, I played this video before. This was a carjacking. All right. Let's get a little bit of sound. Now, I'm not sure where this is. I'm not sure the exact um, location out there in Oakland, San Fran Bay Area. If you guys are out there, you guys know, y'all let me know. Let me put it in the comments. But a woman was driving and she gets cut off by a vehicle and they tried to carjack her. Dashcam video posted in Nextdoor is provoking a lot of talk and a lot of fear. In it, a woman is driving on Skyline Boulevard when the car in front suddenly pulls up, blocking the lane. No. The driver was lucky, managing to escape, but is too traumatized to speak about it now. Now, I don't know if the people shot at her or if they were just banging on the door with the pistol or whatever, but that's also Oakland, okay? That's going on out there. So, I mean, you got a crime wave happening. And this is San Francisco. Um, This is on NorCal Bridge. Now, this is a naked woman. It's, this is censored, so this is PG appropriate, you know, this is a naked woman on the freeway, on the highway, uh, shooting her gun. Okay, she's literally opening fire on the on the freeway, middle of the daytime, no clothes on. Terror in traffic lanes, a naked woman armed with a gun and shooting at passing vehicles. It's a lady. Oh, Whoa! This dangerous and bizarre scene unfolding on the Bay Bridge right near the Oakland Toll Plaza. She ran out. She ran out? Yeah, the, the gun's... Uh... Holy 
Dude. A number of drivers calling 911 and dispatchers alerting all available units to the threat. Two co-workers were heading across the bridge when they came upon a car parked sideways and blocking multiple traffic lanes. That's when they noticed the naked woman. I heard that's, the pop. Yeah. Like I saw her walking around and I heard and I was like, oh, that's that. That's a gun. That's actually a gun. How do I get out of here? I can't just stay here. We're sitting ducks. You have nothing but a windshield protecting us. That woman later dropping the gun and then arrested by responding officers. That front row seats, man. It's buns and guns right now. Man. Buns and guns. It's not known if any of the shots she fired actually hit any vehicles. She's currently in custody and undergoing a mental evaluation at a local hospital. So there, there you have it. Okay, that's San Fran for you right there. Okay, that's th this is what's going on out there, San Fran Bay Area, Oakland. That that area, you got a lot going on. Now here's a news story. So the the residents are frustrated. They're like, hey man, we gotta do something about this crime. This is getting out of hand. This is getting ridiculous. What are we going to do to solve the crime problem? But see, the same thing is happening here that also happened in Chicago. Okay, they're, they're having these city council meetings. They're upset. They're frustrated, but they're upset and frustrated at themselves. They're mad at themselves because the crime that's happening is not really being resolved because of leadership. Okay, you want to defund the police. They can't really be out there to issue citations. They can't be out there to arrest people when you call them and they don't show up. Why? It's because there's not enough of them. They've been defunded. Okay, you're not making it very attractive to be a police officer in Oakland, San Fran, Bay Area, anywhere, right? So what's happening right now is your fault if you're out there in Oakland and you vote for people that do stuff like this. Let's keep on going. We wanted you to see tonight all of these people. Looks like the merch line for the Taylor Swift concert, but believe it or not, they're all trying to get into a public meeting in Oakland. Doesn't sound like something you'd see crowds for, but that is how important public safety is for people there right now. A lot of people in Oakland have told us they are past their breaking point. More than once, we have heard people describe Oakland as lawless right now because of a wave of violent crime. The city has seen everything from shots fired on freeways, violent carjackings, armed robberies, and homicides over the past few days and weeks. Last night, we were shocked to hear a pregnant woman had been shot. Thankfully, the good news in all of that, she and her baby are okay. There is also an issue with police response times. We have heard from a lot of people that they've called for help when there have been home invasions, burglaries, robberies, and that help was either too late or in some cases did not come at all. This is a problem that has been plaguing many parts of Oakland, but there was a meeting tonight about all of this. People were hopeful they'd hear something from one of the few people who could actually give them some answers, the Alameda County DA. Andrea Nakano was in Montclair tonight. This was supposed to be a small community meeting, but there were so many people that wanted to know more about crime in their community and how these cases were being prosecuted. Many of the residents, though, left disappointed, feeling there were very few solutions offered. A crowd of people outside wasn't even allowed in as Montclair Presbyterian Church was filled to capacity. The crowd inside was eager to talk about violent crime and started interjecting as District Attorney Pamela Price tried to go into a presentation about Criminal Justice 101. Some people want to know it because... Like this little thing right here, the little PowerPoint, nobody wants to see that. 
Nobody wants to see that. They're in there trying to find answers. And the crowd, you can see, is pretty diverse. You got a lot of, you know, gray hair, whites, a lot of younger whites, blacks, different kind of groups in there. Okay, they're, they're concerned about what's happening in the community. But see, the problem is that I'm guaranteeing you, most of the crowd probably voted for these people that are in here. Now, here's something. You know what? I'm going to show you one thing that I didn't even see the first time I saw this video. The first time I made my video about this. DT, okay, they're outside of a church right now. They're going into a church to have this meeting. Now, do you see anything that looks a little odd about this church from the outside? Do you see anything that looks a little odd? I do. Okay, we got right here. You see my mouse on the upper right-hand side? You got a trans flag right there and a gay flag. Why is that on top of a church? Now, I'm not against anybody adult that wants to do whatever they want to do. Any adult, not children, any adult. But why would that be on top of a church? See, see, the liberal ideology is the problem. They don't understand that their, their, their ideology is causing the crime because they're allowing criminals to do whatever they want to do. They're mad about the results of their own ideology. They think that everybody should just be flower power like them, but that's not the reality of the world. There are people that like to smoke crack, shoot fentanyl, and do bad things, and you got to figure out a way to get them out of your society so they don't run amok and victimize you by trying to carjack you, kidnap you, or whatever. Montclair Presbyterian Church was filled to capacity. The crowd inside was eager to talk about violent crime and started interjecting as District Attorney Pamela Price tried to go into a presentation about Criminal Justice 101. Some people want to know it because everybody does not know, okay? The frustration wasn't just aimed at the district attorney. Captain Clay Birch from the Oakland Police Department was questioned about what officers are doing to prevent crime. Brothers in blue, I know your hands are tied, but you gotta be doing some preventative, preventative stuff. Yes. Okay. Now he's saying it. We need to do some preventative measures. But see, that's called broken windows policing, which is often frowned upon by these people by these liberals, it's often very much frowned upon. All right. So it's like, what are you, how, what, how are you going to do it? And there's another trans flag right there. You see, there's all kind of Easter eggs all throughout this video. Another trans flag right there on the thing. They're already overtaken by this ideology, by this poisonous ideology. That's a problem. If you're not going to fix that, you're not going to fix anything. You standing here on the corner right here in Montclair, you can hear the bucket cars come up here robbing us blind. You know? Amen. I mean, you know, please talk about preventative, not a crime happens. Captain Birch tried to explain how the department's hands are tied, especially when it comes to property crime. Go to car right there. All we have is a burglary and my officer sees five cars being broken into and that car takes off, we can't chase that car. But a lot of the anger tonight was directed at crime sprees where kids are the suspects. District Attorney Pamela Price said in a recent case, there wasn't enough evidence to take a group of kids to court. What happened after they were let go? Uh, they probably attacked right? someone else. Yeah, I mean, vicious little monsters. Many concerned residents wanted to hear more about how criminals are punished. I just want to say 
that there must be consequences. Yes. Yes. Unreal. There must be consequences, but do I see a tinge of purple hair on this elderly lady? I'm not trying to judge someone based on their hair color, but sometimes you can judge based on somebody's appearance. You can. Okay, how much you wouldn't bet she just came from a pride march, right? And then coming to here talking about, oh, we got to punish these criminals. You, you, your ideology that you go throughout life with is not matching what you want from law enforcement. Make that make sense. Make it match. Then you might be to get some progress. But until then, you're going to have a problem. That there are no consequences for these children. Price did talk about the movement within the state to decriminalize kids, a movement that she identifies with. One of my goals is... So decriminalizing so-called kids, what are we talking about? Are we talking about people that are under the age of 18, a 16-year-old game banger? Is that really a kid? I'm not really sure. That's That classifies as a kid. Okay, you got some of these youngins that got bodies on their gun. They got a crazy rap sheet that engage in extremely violent criminal activity. Actually, that's really the age they start. I, 14, 15, 16. You got some guys that will kill you that age. So to say that they're just kids... It's kind of misleading. Yes, they are young. Yes, they are minors. But no, they are not just safe, random, innocent little children. That's not what's going on. These young people, young men especially, will kill you and it won't be a thing. And then when you go to the Mexican Mafia, La MA, MS-13, they go even younger and they have no problem smoking you. Instantly. Instantly. That I will give young people hope. That because I was on doing some things that I shouldn't have been doing. But because some people believed in me, that they helped me find another way. Many residents, though, say at this point they no longer feel safe in Oakland and they want more concrete solutions to the problem. But at the end of the night, for some, more frustration set in. A lot of jabbering and, and ranting that really yeah there's a lot of that going on because you're not getting down to the core of the problem um i'm not gonna play the whole thing right here but you guys get the idea of what's happening you know these people they want change out there in oakland they want things to be different but in order for there to be anything different in order for there to be any kind of change they got to be participating in the change themselves if they're not doing that then they're going to get the same old thing they've been getting throughout the entire time so what is what it is uh, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all the good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And we have quite a bit to get through here. I don't even know where we're going to go next. I think I kind of want to get into Lizzo. Shall we get into Lizzo? Because that is a very interesting situation. Now, Lizzo, you are, you guys know who Lizzo is, right? And if you don't know, I'm going to show you. And... R.I.P. to your eyes if you're not necessarily a big fan of Miss Lizzo, but we got to get into it, all right? And this is going to be a little bit graphic, a little bit extreme, uh, but I'm going to try to keep things as PG-13 as possible, all righty? So let's get into it. Now, where are we going to go? Are we going to go to NPR? Are we going to go? Let's, go? let's go NPR, all right? Now, here we go. Here's the article right here, okay? Lawsuit, and before I start, the word lawsuit. Anybody can sue anybody for anything. People get sued all the time. That does not mean the, the allegation in the lawsuit is true. Remember um, Nick Cannon, 
and when he was married to Mariah Carey, their nanny sued them because she said their baby headbutted her and caused her pain and suffering. She said their baby, Google Gaga baby that they just had, headbutted her and caused her pain and suffering. And there was a lawsuit for that. So there's always lawsuits. A lot of times celebrities get targeted and whatnot. But in this case, there's actually some evidence. Um, there was one thing in a before I get to this, before I read it, there was one allegation about one of these sex shows out there in Amsterdam that she had the girls go to and kind of, you know, goaded them into it. And the specific act that they say that she was trying to get them to do, she was speaking about that on the podcast. Now, she didn't say that she had the dancers do it, but she did talk about it very specifically on the podcast. So, hey, man, when there's smoke, there's fire. But let's get into it, shall we? Now, this says lawsuit by former dancers accuses Lizzo of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Now, when the man gets accused of sexual harassment, there is not too much. Um, there's there's some that say, you know what, let's wait to get some evidence. But there's not too much of that. Just being accused of that can be a, a, a that can damage you. That can ruin you for a while, for a long time, if not permanently. Okay. Evidence, no evidence can bring you permanently. But for a woman, uh, it's not really a big deal. Personally, I say, let's wait for the evidence all the way around. But what I will say is this. The hypocrisy here is crazy because Lizzo, her whole brand is being big. Her Instagram name is Lizzo B Eating, as in eating food, chomping down uh, shrimp scampi and scallops and Hamburgers and hot dogs and hot moths and chitlins and everything else. Okay. Lizzo B eating is her Instagram handle. I'm not making it up. Okay. You can look it up right now. You'll see what I'm talking about. The name of her company that employed these girls was called big girl, big touring. Her whole brand is about being big. The background dancers are big. She's big. She goes on stage twerking showing that big backside, that's her whole thing. And she's body positive. And if anybody says anything negative about Miss Lizzo, then she's upset saying, hey, you guys are body shaming me. This is not the way to go. It's 2023. Let me be big. And I think Lizzo is part of the reason why there's this big movement on social media among some young girls to be fat. They, they call themselves fat bees. Like one girl said, I, I saw one, t I'm, I'm not making it up. One girl had a TikTok when she said, day in the life of a fat bee. She called herself that. I blame Lizzo, but I digress. Let's get into the article, shall we? Let's get into it. All right. So uh, Lizzo has been sued by three former dancers who accused a Grammy winner of sexual harassment and alleged the singer and her production company created a hostile work environment. The civil lawsuit filed Tuesday in Los Angeles Superior Court claims Lizzo pressured the dancers to engage with new performers at a club in Amsterdam and shamed one of them for her weight gain before firing her. Now, can I pause right here for a minute? The allegation in Amsterdam is that um, she made one of the girls or tried to pressure her to touch one of the girls' breasts, and then... and. What I'm about to say right here, if you've got, if you've got little kids, cover the ears. In Amsterdam, there was a show where there's a banana protruding out of the private lady regions. 
she was trying to get the girls to eat the banana while it was still in there. And they were launching dildos from the same private region. And that was something that she wanted the girls to be part of. Now, maybe that's okay if y'all just friends and it's not a work environment, perhaps if y'all on the same page, if y'all all agree to it. But when it comes to a boss and employee, you can't be doing that. This reminds me of Stephen Crowder. Hey, Stephen Crowder, if you want to show your twig and berries to your frat buddies in college, then that's on y'all, okay? I don't get down like that. I was never involved in no kind of uh, stuff like that where I just showed my my thing to people. That's not really what I'm into, okay? <laughs> that's pretty private. But anyway, if you want to do this, even Crowder, you could do that. But you can't be showing your employees your stuff now. That's called sexual harassment. You better get locked up behind that. So don't do that. Stephen Crowder, the same thing with Lizzo. Hey, Lizzo, if you want to bring friends to some nude strip show or something like that, that's different if y'all all on the same page. But you're bringing your employees or something like that and pressuring them to engage in the acts. Now, again, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying these are allegations. I'm just reacting to if it was true. Again, because we've not had anything. These are only allegations right now because... Some are going to say, hey, ABO, it's not been proven. It's a lawsuit. I get it. I've said it many times. But I'm saying, in general, if you want to start a company and you want to have, you know, um, a, 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 a workplace retreat, I suggest you don't do this, okay? You want to do a workplace retreat, go bowling, go fishing, something like that. A nice, family-friendly, wholesome activity. Don't go do stuff like this because you might get sued on the back end. And one thing about this, one of the girls got shamed for her weight gain. Now, this is not material for a lawsuit normally. Normally, this would not be in a lawsuit. Oh, she caught me fat. But see, Lizzo is the queen of body positive. She always complains about being body shamed. So if you start that kind of narrative then don't be surprised when it's used against you. This is a monster of your own creation. It's very simple. But anyway, plaintiffs Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez make numerous charges, including sexual, religious, and racial harassment, disability discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. Now, um, let's read some more of this because the, the whole thing with um, religion the um the captain of the dance team, Charlene Quigley, was trying to get the girls allegedly to convert to her religion. I'm not sure what that was, probably Islam or Prislam, but different story. Anyway, trying to convert them to Prislam and was trying to tell them to dress a certain kind of way and be modest. It's like, what are we talking about? We're talking about being modest when that is your when that is your your boss. I don't I don't really get it. I saw Lizzo twerk on stage while playing a flute with the whole backside out modesty where it's so weird. This, this is Hollywood though. The music industry, it gets really weird like this. Okay. And again, the production company is called big girl, big touring incorporated. That representatives for Lizzo did not respond, blah, 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 blah. The court filing claims that after performing a concert in Amsterdam, Lizzo and her crew attended a sexually themed show at a club in the city's notorious red light district where Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, touching their, their breasts and whatnot. During the show, Lizzo led a chant pressuring Davis to touch the breasts of one of the new women performing at the club. 
Now, if that's true, again, you're talking about bossing an employee, that's totally inappropriate. Y'all just friends and y'all get down like that. It's something different. But boss employee, inappropriate. You about to get sued or locked up. 100%. That is called sexual harassment. You cannot do that. People try to blur the lines in between and boss an employee, but you cannot do that. You can't because you can have this kind of thing happen to you. Lawsuit on the back end all day long. Finally, the chorus became overwhelming and the mortified Miss Davis acquiesced in an attempt to bring an end to the chance. So she's saying she got pressured into it by the chance on the outside. Planters were aghast with how little regard Lizzo showed for the bodily autonomy of her employees and those around her, especially in the presence of many people whom she employed. Lizzo, who routinely champions body positivity, is also accused of calling out Davis for her weight gain after accusing the dancer of not being committed to her role. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Again, this would not even be in a lawsuit if not for the fact that Lizzo always champions this. All right. Davis was fired in May for recording a meeting during which Lizzo had given out notes to dancers about their performances. According to the complaint, Quigley, who served as a judge on the singer's reality show, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Again, didn't I tell y'all the whole brand, Big Girls, Lizzo be eating. I'm eating all the food. Everything in the whole world. Mukbangs ain't nothing. I eat a mukbang for breakfast. Lizzo be eating. That's her Instagram name. Then she's big. The dancers are big. Body positive. Uh, big girl, big touring. Watch out for the big girls. That's the brand. It's simple. All right, let's continue. So the lady, the dance team captain is accused in a lawsuit of pushing her Christian. Oh, okay. She was Christian. Christian? Huh? Now, I thought it might be some kind of uh, modified version of Islam. We, we call it prison Islam, Prislam. I thought it might be that, like some kind of Philadelphia um, Islam. But nah, Christian, how are you going to be working for Lizzo and be her right-hand man, so to speak, and be trying to push Christianity on people? Anyway, the court filing claims quickly referred to Davis as a non-believer and told co-workers that no job and no one will stop me from talking about the Lord. Ma'am. Your boss that you work for, Lizzo, is allegedly pressuring girls to eat bananas from other women's private parts. What are you talking about Christianity for? You're in the wrong place. <laughs> you are in the wrong place. If you work in the, if you work literally like in a crack house, talking about some I'm a Christian, how? Where? Okay, you do you know where you are? You're surrounded by crack smoke. How are you going to say, yeah, I, I love the Lord? Okay, do you love crack smoke too? Because if you don't, I can't tell. <laughs> I cannot tell. But anyway, earlier this year, Lisa won the Grammy for um, her hit song about that time, a global tour, supporting a fourth studio album, blah, 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 blah. So I had no idea she won the Grammy. That's interesting. She has a lot of uh, support from the record industry. I had no idea about any of her music. But yeah, that's what's going on. So do y'all believe what's going on in these uh in, in that lawsuit? Do you believe it? Um, the thing about it, like I said, um, lawsuits can be true or false. Anybody can say anything. Anybody can say, oh, well, I was forced to do this and they told me to do that because there's all kind of false allegations. You know, at, at this point, after the whole thing with your girl out there on the interstate in Alabama, I don't believe anybody anymore. So my default is to not believe anything, but... Um, is it possible? I think it is. I think it makes sense. But hey, what do I know? 
What do I know? Oh, the STDs go crazy. You already know what it is. Somebody says, imagine the STDs. Or you already know what it is with, with Lizzo and them. But in the, in the entertainment industry, it's like that. It is 100% like that. And if the allegations are true, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Not in the least bit. Because this is what, the, it's what people do. And, they, and they're always hypocritical like this. They're always hypocritical. They'll say things like this. They'll, you have the people that believe in climate change and all that kind of stuff. They'll tell you to um, get an electric vehicle, reduce your carbon footprint, and then they'll get on jets to go all around the world and to spread their, their message, to spread their, their, uh, their indoctrination, your Al Gore, your Greta Thunberg, et cetera. That's what they do. They always do that. So the hypocrisy here is not surprising, but it is what it is. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. I think I have a video from Lizzo, if I can find it right quick. Matter of fact, I do have that video. And again, if you got little youngins around, y'all please cover their ears because this is not going to be uh, very suitable. But I'm going to try to get past it immediately and keep on rocking and rolling. Let me, let me see if I can find it right quick. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here, here we are. Again, this is not for youngins. Please cover their ears. I'm going to play this right quick, and then I'm going to keep on moving. Uh, a live sex show. <laughs> Please tell me everything about the sex show. It was people fucking, man. It was crazy. <laughs> They were just doing it, but you know what? It was beautiful. Yeah. I, I went to the one show where it was like a couple, and they were like passionately making love. It was really passionate? It, it was really pa They kissed. So this is a podcast or radio show, um, and the caption, shout out to Lovely T for reposting this. Big up to her. Really good YouTuber. Very well respected. Um, the caption says, Lizzo expressed interest in banana sex shows years before allegations. Quote, I need my potassium, unquote. Did she, they kissed after, I'm not going to say what she did. <laughs> but I'm trying to go to the show where you eat the banana out the pussy. Which one is that? So we get the picture. I don't got to play no more. Now, she said it right there on the, on the podcast. So that's one of the allegations that she was trying to get the girls to do that. All right. So she's saying it right here on the podcast. This is before the allegations. So you can just make your own decision, make your own mind up. But I'll leave that right there. I don't got to play too much more than that. <laughs> sorry, sorry for a, hey, you know, I, I'm sorry I had to play that, but I need to, to give a little bit more context to the situation, but I apologize. All right. But I gave you fair warning. Okay. And I think from here on out, there won't be any more um, gross stuff like that being said on the show. So y'all please pardon me, but we keep on rocking and rolling here. If you like what you're hearing so far, you know what to do. Please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, speaking about big people um that may be something else uh let's get to the the china the 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 fake bear the so-called fake bear now i was reading some of the comments i don't have that much time to read comments but i was reading some of the comments on um the video i did about the bear that some thought was fake and people were saying oh come on abl that that bear that bear is not real how is it doing what it's doing. The bear is real. Let me let me just pull it up right quick. And I got a lot of video actually about this here. 
All right. I got quite a bit of video. So y'all please hang tight while I get everything uh, pulled up. But this this whole bear thing had the internet in a chokehold. It really did. Let me go ahead and um yeah, matter of fact, this this is perfect, actually. All right, I got everything on my on my website here. And if you want to see any of these um videos, the link will be in the box for you guys to see for yourself. But let's go ahead and get into it. There we go. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. All right. So we're going to show that one and then that one. And then that one. All right. Now we're not going to play the sound on that. Okay. So here's the OG video. And I want to hear from you guys in the comments. What do you think? Do you think... And okay, before I before I get into it, let's get a let's get a little bit of a background. Now, this video you're gonna see. There's two videos of the same zoo. This is in Hangzhou, China. This is like not far from Shanghai. It's to the south and west of Shanghai, right on the east coast. Um, it's at a zoo, and you have sun bears, and people said that these these bears are really human beings in disguise. Like, remember that video I showed you of the guy in the dog outfit from Japan? They're saying it's just like that. But I'm saying that these bears are not humans in disguise. These are real bears. But you probably have never seen a sun bear before. You used to seeing the bear on all fours growling in Russia or somewhere. But there are other bears that exist, and they look a little bit different. Let's check it out. So people are saying that's a that's that's not a real but do do you see the face like okay look 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 at the face here though if that's a mask then they they this this is this is a crazy mask and look look at what you see right here the neck is as wide as the shoulders all right and it's long and look right here at the front of the bear. You're going to see the markings and the way the chest is and everything. You're going to see that again in the clearer video of a different bear in a different place, but it's the same type of bear, a sun bear. All right. So it looks like the bear is just in a regular, like a regular person, got his hand out, like, yo, where the snack's at? And then this part right here in the back, you see, they're trying to say that's like a, a wrinkled up pair of pants or a t-shirt or something, but... That's not what's going on. It just looks very suspect. I understand why. Now, the thing that really got me was the bending of the back and the neck still sticking out like that. That's not a normal human thing to do. Like, this this action right here, look at this. First of all, the neck is like 15 foot long and it's wide. And then the back, look, look at the way the back curls up. And then the neck goes straight. That is not, you have a 90 degree angle with your neck. Humans are not doing that. And then the back going like that, it's going to hurt your back and your neck. My neck and my back are hurting by watching that. Okay. So I have more video. Let me just get it queued up properly here. All right, there we go. I got it. Here's another one of the same situation, a different angle, a little bit further out. And a text on the screen says, Chinese zoo denies its bears are humans in disguise because they had to come make a statement and everything. Now, you see the bear standing 
on these rocks, like right on the edge. So if this is your first time seeing a sun bear, you'd be like, well, what is a bear doing? Is that a real bear or what's going on? It's, it's, it's the white neck dude. Shout out to him. That That is not him. All right. But yeah, it looks, it looks pretty suspect, but that is a bear. Now I got more video. Now this is another sun bear. Okay. Now check it out. This is a different place, different bear, but the same type of breed, the sun bear. All right, no sound on the video, but then look. Okay, we got the same markings right there, the same head, the same uh, chest structure. If that is a costume, then whoever did these costumes, look, if that is fake, whoever's doing these costumes needs to do all the costumes. Look, hire this guy for the next Juicy Smollier hoax, for the next... Uh, Carly Russell hoax hire this guy for all the world's hoaxes because that right there is a beautiful costume if it is a costume but the truth is that's, a, that's an actual bear it's a real animal I saw that one uh, Prime Matrix what about the bear that got Russians riding it bears are different bears are different people are not used to seeing that kind of stuff because you don't normally see bears if you just are riding around the country, you're going to see horses, deer, um, cows, dogs and cats in somebody's house. You're not really going to see a bear just hanging out on your corner. And if you do see a bear, you're calling the police. And you probably going to it, it, it probably like go by real quickly. Maybe it's in your pool or something like that. But you're not really going to see a bear like this up close. All right. That is, that is a real bear. Look at the eyes and the mouth. I mean, come on. And then you see it's on all fours, and then it just scoots up. That is a bear. All right, let's keep on going here. Here's another bear with the, the back wrinkled up like that. Why, why are the bears so skinny? I don't. That's a good question. I don't think all bears are going to be the grizzly bears or the brown bears we see here in North America. Sometimes they're different. It just is what it is. You got some dogs that are really big, the big mastiffs. Then you get the real uh, slender dogs, but they're still dogs. It's just different size, different different types of the same thing. Now, here's a video I didn't play on my on my regular uh, pre-recorded. This is crazy. This is from Inside Edition, and this is from seven years ago, 2016. This is a crazy video. Check it out. Check out these bears. They jump on their two back paws, surprising the tourists. Look at this. In this video by Viral Hog, tourists at the Everland Park in South Korea were entertained watching two bears stand up on their hind legs as they caught some treats in their mouth. They're catching the, they're catching the food with their mouth like it's nothing. The bears even continued following the bus while running. He appears to look just like a human the way he walks. <laughs> Be sure to watch Inside Edition. So things are different across the world. Things are different. Okay. That is something you probably you probably would think would never happen. You would never see it. But yeah, that's those that's real. <laughs> You know, Earth is a crazy place. I tell you what, it's it's crazy. 
you'll see some things that are be like, really? Like, what's going on with that? It, it's, it's crazy out here. Train bears, exactly. Yeah. Train bears all day long. You, you can train bears. It's no, it's no big deal. All right. That's just kind of what's going on. And I got one last bear video. This, this is what you probably would see in North America most of the time. If you see a bear out in the wild, you'll see something like this, right? Now, people say that's crazy when you get the bears getting treats and standing on their hind legs and following the tour bus. They say that's crazy. But then when you got a bear hanging out in the pool uh, with, his, with his paws on the edge, like he's just chilling, enjoying the view, anybody going to say nothing about that? Anybody going to say nothing about how the bears are enjoying the view in somebody's backyard? You, th- you think the bear know what he's doing? You think the bear did not just scope this place out? Like, you know what? That is a beautiful pool and a great view. Let me go ahead and just get that right quick. Come on. Look at this. You're chilling. I don't blame him. Exactly. I don't blame him. Right. Oh, you guys, give me a grin. Yeah, he know he knows exactly what he's doing. He was just up there chilling like this. <laughs> he's just chilling. These these animals are very smart, smarter than what you would know. You know, we think that all these animals just running around aimlessly doing nothing. They are very smart, very resourceful. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Just like we see those um those killer whales um destroying these boats randomly, all of a sudden, and coordinated attacks. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They are not just dumb and doing things. Oh, I thought it was another whale. No, they know it's a boat of human beings and they're trying to kill you. <laughs> That's what's going on. Okay. They call them killer whales, but they can kill you in different ways other than just eating you. All right. And make it a routine. Exactly. It'd be a routine. Just chilling. Yeah. Ain't nothing going on. Ain't nothing going on. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, Carolyn Jones. I always thought pandas were not bears. The sun bear is unique also. China is different. Yes, China is most certainly different. Matter of fact, go to Australia. Oh, my goodness. I don't even want to show Australia right now because if you got arachnophobia, do not go to Australia. Them spiders be like the size of a small car. Spiders, you got a spider the size of like, I don't even know. (laughs) These spiders are humongous. They're crazy. Uh, The snakes out there are humongous and crazy. The animals out there, the wildlife, it's, it's, it's a complete mess. So, now nah, I'm, I'm cool on that particular part of the world, okay? If I was to show you an Australian spider, like, in real life, you'd be like, there's no way that's real. But it is real. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Oh, yeah. I got one more Bay Area video that I did not show. I forgot about it. Um, have you guys seen this? Look, I've seen when they strip cars down to the bare bones, right? When they skeletonize a car. But usually when they do that, the car is left on blocks, right? That's usually how it goes. Okay, it'd be a car that's parked somewhere, and thieves will just come strip it down, leave it on blocks, and all you got left is whatever they, whatever they want to leave. But here... This car got skeletonized and left right in an intersection in, what they say this was? In Oakland. So the pickup truck, they say it's $100,000, and it left it got left skeletonized right there in the street. Now, what they Welcome didn't to the do... Town, baby. What, what they didn't do was take, take the wheels and tires, which is confusing. They took everything. They took the doors, the seats, probably the bed liner, the engine, 
Everything. It took everything. Damn, son. Look at this. Clean picked it. It took everything except for the wheels and tires. Now, these are a truck. Tires. Listen. When I had my truck. For four new tires on the special, they were saying it was a special thing that they were doing. They were saying for four tires, it was going to be $1,500 for four tires, like regular old tires, nothing that's oversized. It wasn't no lift kit on it. I'm talking about regular size tires, $1,500. So these tires right here, I could, I could see from here, they're not bald and the wheels are going to be worth some money. These are nice custom wheels, but they left on the truck. It's kind of confusing. Maybe it's because they wanted other things inside the vehicle and they put it out there right in the intersection to, to send a message to somebody. I mean, they picked it clean. They took the tailgate, <laughs> the lights, everything. <laughs> That's crazy. Just right in the center of an intersection like it ain't nothing going on. Now, who did that? Why? What? What's the purpose? At somebody somebody, somebody did something to somebody. They, they tore it to pieces. But yeah, if you're living in Oakland, Bay Area, hey, prayers out to you because it's, it's evil out there. It's, it's the evil world we live in. If you have a truck like this or any kind of vehicle, man, get a garage, do something, or just leave. Just leave. All right. But that's what that is. Yeah. Very nice wheels. Very nice wheels. But they left them on the truck. I'm surprised those were there because normally they would take that and, and be done with it as well. All right. Let's keep on rolling here. Hold on. Let me see if I can find something. All right. We got more videos to get into. Where are we going to go next? Um, Devin Archer. No, 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 hold on. No, no, Snow White. So the Hollywood industry, the movie industry has gotten so woke that if you are a little person, they don't want to quote unquote exploit you. So they're not going to cast you. So for example, if you're my age or older, or you just know about movies, Snow White and the other movie, Willy Wonka, they feature little people. Like actual very short people, dwarves, midgets, whatever the appropriate term is, little that's what that's what they feature. Because Snow White is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. So if you got a Snow White movie, you have Snow White, she'll be the princess, right? And then you have Prince Charming. We'll talk about that in a minute. The dwarves are always going to be played by little people by very short actors. It's always been that way because that's what the story calls for. Now, as far as Willie Michael and Chocolate Factory, you have the Oompa Loompas, right? These are also always played by little people. Matter of fact, let's get a little bit of footage right quick. Uh, and they're iconic. Oompa Loompas, they're iconic as little people. But, you know, we, we got to be woke, so we're going to change how the Oompa Loompas look just because of wokeness. All right, so hold on. Let's, let's do a little bit of compare and contrast between the 1971 Oompa Loompas and now the 2023 Oompa Loompas. 
All right, let's let's check it out right here. I'm not going to play sound because of copyrights. Now, you see the Oompa Loompas right here. These are all little people, all right? They work in their factory. They do their thing. They got a little song going on. To me. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? All right, that's, 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 that's the whole thing. Oompa Loompas play by little people. And it was always that way. That's just what it, the story called for. But now, since we've become so woke, to cast a little person in the movie is somehow seen exploitive or whatever. Um, one of the chief little actors, uh, what's, what's your man's name? I forget his name. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I want to say Jack Black, but that's not who he is. He kind of reminds me of that. He's like a miniature version of Jack Black. Um, I forget his name. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But he was upset about the new Snow White talking about, oh, the story's not, it's, it's an old story, a bunch of dwarves in the cave with Snow White. We got to get more progressive, all this, that, and the third. So as a result of that, now there's this thing where they don't want to hire any people that are little because it's, it's exploitive. So in the new Willy Wonka, rather than having a little person play Oompa Loompas, they have Hugh Grant. Hold on. Matter of fact, let me see if I can just skip to the part where they show him. All right. So look, watch this. So here's a new trailer. Little man who's been following me. I will. This is Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is not a little person. He is five foot ten, five foot eleven, and he's elderly or not elderly. He's kind of up there in age, like sixty-one years old. So they put him in CGI makeup. And made him be a little person, although he's not. You could easily just cast a little person right there. But nope, we got to be woke. So rather than giving a little actor a chance, we're going to hire a Hollywood standard and Hugh Grant. Now, here's my thing. We got a couple things we could say about this. The first thing is they're trying to get Hugh Grant to be a draw into the movie, right? There's very few little people who are draws to movies. Thank you. Uh, uh, you, you got it right there, CB. The, the guy who said it, the little actor who started the whole thing was Peter Dinklage. Peter, he got mad about Snow White. He got mad about the casting of little actors. So now we got Hugh Grant playing the Oompa Loompa. So look, you can, you can bring a draw into it. There's not very many little actors who are draws first. Second, you can pay them whatever. Uh, we got the SAG after strike going on right now. They're trying to get more money as screen actors. So it's like, you know what? All right. Rather than having a writer get paid X amount of money, we use chat GPT or some other kind of AI to write scripts. Number one. Number two, rather than hiring a little person or XYZ specific actor who has leverage over us to get paid a certain amount, we'll get these washed up actors from 2005. Hugh Grant, throw them in there. He got a little bit of name recognition still with some of the older audience. Throw him in there. They'll say it's about being woke and, and inclusion, but really it's about money and it's about just trying to, look, you, you, can, you can appease the woke crowd and make more money. Why not? Why not? That is the whole thing. And then with Snow White, they are doing the same thing. Now, I almost covered the Snow White story right when it first came out. But I was told that this was fake. What I'm going to show you right now. They said it was fake, but it's not fake. 
And I'm going to explain why. So check it out. Hold on. Let me get, let me get this right, right here. So there were some pictures that came out. And Disney said, these are fake pictures. It's misleading. Don't look at them. Blah, 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 blah. But look, okay. What you're seeing right now is a stand-in for Snow White. Now, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Anybody that works as a screen actor or in Hollywood at all or on movies, television, or whatever. But when you have a stand-in, the stand-in looks like the actor that they are standing in for. Okay, this right here is a Snow White stand-in. Now, if you saw the actual Snow White they wanted to cast, she looks like her. Kind of an olive-skinned Latina-type young lady. And I'll show her in a minute. I got a video of her being very insufferable. But this girl is not the actress, but she looks very similar to her because why? She's a stand-in. Okay, now check it out. Here's another picture. Now, these are stand-ins for the so-called dwarves. You have one little person in the very front, and then the rest you have average-sized people. And my man in the back appears to be very tall. Okay, looking like Vlade Divac, Christophe Porzingis, um, Luka Doncic, Petr Sejakovic, okay, Drazen Petrovic, RIP. You're looking like every European basketball player from the past 25 years with no shave. What's going on? But the story says Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. They said it's a fake picture because these are stand-ins. Again, stand-ins look like the actual movie's actors. So there's only going to be one little person and the rest average-sized people because we got to be woke. We can't cast all little people to play dwarves. All right? That's, that's where we're going. Now, you know where we're going to go next. Well, we've, we've already kind of crossed this path where you're going to have black actors portray white people, just like with Anne Boleyn. Remember the whole thing on Netflix, Anne Boleyn? Anne Boleyn was obviously a white lady. You got a lady from the Caribbean, Africa, or whatever to, to play her. And what they, what they want to do, what they may not do, they, they kind of did it one time, but not they, they did it as a joke to see what the reception was going to be. Okay. Tropical Thunder, Robert, Robert Downing Jr. They put him as a, a blackface guy. They did that to kind of test the waters because the next thing, they're going to put a white guy playing a black guy. They, they actually did that one time, but it wasn't really a blockbuster movie. They put a white guy to play Michael Jackson when he got the, the skin treatment and whatnot. They put a white guy in there. But that was not a big blockbuster movie. All right. And, and Disney said these are not the actual actors. They are stand-ins, but again, they're going to look like they're going to resemble the actual actors. And they said that the dwarves are going to be of different sizes, different heights, different genders, and different races. That's what they said. So here we are. Somebody said this is Snow White and the Pirates of the Caribbean. I was I was through. I was too through when they said that. Shout out to whoever said that in the comments. That had me crying laughing when you said that, boss, whoever you are. Shout out to you. Hat tip to you. But yeah, that's what we are nowadays. Now, are we going to see the next MLK movie and have MLK played by my man that played Professor X from the X-Men? Am I going to see Professor X talking about I got a dream? Am I going to see that? Okay. Am I going to see? Uh, how about it's going to be a movie with MLK and uh, 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 Malcolm X and it's going to be the guy that played Magneto 
and then they got to play Professor X. Okay, I, I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see that. I want to have things to be a little bit more accurate and on point. It, but whatever. Anyway, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. But ultimately, as I close about that, I think it's about money. You could put whoever you want in there and use technology and chat GPT to take away jobs to make the companies that produce these films more money at the end of the day. You can maximize revenue. You could produce a movie for a, a low amount of money. If your budget is reduced by half and you make more than what you would have made by having a high budget, you won. That is, I think, the ultimate goal here, in my humble opinion. Okay. But let's keep on going here. We got some more to get through. Oh, I almost forgot to play a video from the new Snow White. Um, and she is in on this whole thing with the actors. And and I think that's part of the problem right there. That's that's definitely part of the issue. Let me see if I can find that right quick. And then we're going to get into the whole thing with uh, Mike Pence. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing Mike Pence right quick because that seems to be a pretty big issue that's being discussed. Um, and before I play it, I think that what Mike Pence said here is correct. I wish that maybe it wasn't correct, but my wishes and my desires are not going to be the same thing as what reality is. So we all know that Trump got indicted yet again, the third indictment for nonsense. It's how many? It's like seventy-eight charges. Let me see. Yeah, so it's seventy-eight charges against Trump altogether. It's three different cases, but a total of seventy-eight charges. Once you add all the cases together, the first thing from New York, the Stormy Daniels case, which was about. Um, Trump, I guess, did not file business tax documents properly, a ticky-tack charge at best. And the whole thing with Stormy Daniels in that situation, that was a way to set the precedent, to say, hey, you know what? Normally, they're not going to charge a former president with these kind of ticky-tack charges. They could do it, but they're not going to do it. They could have charged Slick Willie. They're not going to do it. Even with former like senators or high level people in government, they don't get charged with stuff like this. Hillary Clinton was never a president or vice president. Could have got charged for the same thing that Trump is being charged for right now, but was not charged. If you have a high level of government uh, power, you don't get charged with things like this. But they set a precedent with Trump with Alvin Bragg and then came the classified documents thing from uh, the Jack Smith special counsel. Then it came the most recent one, January 6th. Now, January 6th took place almost three years ago. He was impeached for January 6th and beat it, but he's being charged again. I mean, it's almost double jeopardy because isn't an impeachment a trial? But I guess it's not, I don't know. I don't know how they even doing this, but y'all let me know. Anyway, so Trump has 78 charges and they are from all three cases. And it could be more because they're trying to get him in Atlanta. We have yet another um, ambitious DA 
who wants to be the next Kamala Harris and Fonnie Willis. Fonnie Willis is doing the whole Young Thug case right now, and that's a dumpster fire in itself. That The Young Thug, I'm going to tell you this. The outcome of the Young Thug case in Atlanta, Georgia, is going to determine whether Trump gets indicted, I believe. Because, check it out. Now, Young Thug, if you don't know, is a rapper, and he has this group called YSL. Now, YSL can mean two different things. He says it means young stoner life. They make music, rare record label. It just put out music and it's nothing. The police say it means young slat life. And without going too deep into it, this is a gang terminology, slat. So they say they were involved in 50 murders in the Atlanta area over the course of about five years. They said since these guys have been locked up, Young Thug and his crew, crime has gone down 30%. Now, the case is a mess, though, and it might end in a mistrial. If this case does not go as planned or it takes forever and it's been a bunch of money and it goes nowhere, they're not going to try to charge Trump because it's like, look, lady, you got a guy and Young Thug, he didn't put out what he does in the lyrics. They're playing Music with confessions in it. You got guys that have pretty much told, snitched, everything, and you can't get that guy locked up. Why would you then try to get Trump indicted? At that point, it'd just be kind of ridiculous. What's happening right now is ridiculous anyway, but if you can't get this obvious murderer in jail and keep him there, I mean, what are you even doing? You are completely incompetent. So... Again, the outcome of that case, in my opinion, will determine whether he gets indicted in Georgia. But, hey, y'all y'all let me know if I'm wrong about that in the comments below. Anyway, so um, in this case of January 6th, Pence is mentioned quite a bit in the indictment. Now, of course, Pence was asked about this, and he gave his two cents. Now, let me go ahead and play this, and I want you guys to tell me what you think about it. Um, let's check it out. Let's get a little bit of sound, RP headphone users, and let's do it. January 6 was a tragic day. And I've spoken and written about it extensively. I, I have nothing to hide. By God's grace, uh, I believe we did our duty that day. Fulfilled the oath that I'd taken to the Constitution and to the American people. And the Constitution is quite clear about the role of the vice president in the counting of electoral votes. It essentially says the vice president presides over a joint session of Congress where the electoral votes that are certified by the states shall be opened and shall be counted. And irrespective of the indictment, I, I want the American people to know that I had no right to overturn the election. And then on that day, President Trump asked me to put him over the Constitution. But I chose the Constitution, and I always will. I mean, I, I, uh, I really do believe that uh, anyone who puts themselves over the Constitution should never be President of the United States. And anyone who asks someone else to put themselves over the Constitution should never be President of the United States again. I've been very forthright about this issue, and I'll continue to be. Now, with regard to the substance of the indictment, I, I've been very clear. I had hoped it wouldn't come to this. I had, I had hoped that uh, uh, this issue 
and the judgment of the president's actions that day would be left to the American people. Uh, but now it's been brought uh, in a criminal indictment, and I, uh, I can't assess whether or not the government has the evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt what they assert in the indictment, and the president's entitled to a presumption of innocence. But for my part, I want people to know that I had no right to overturn the election, uh, and that uh, what the president maintained that day, and frankly has said over and over again over the last two and a half years, is completely false. And, it, and it's contrary to what our Constitution and the laws of this country provide. You know, I'm a student of American history. And the first time I heard in early December, somebody suggested as vice president, I might be able to decide which votes to reject and which to accept. I knew that it was false. Our founders had just won a war against a king. And the last thing they would have done was vest unilateral authority in any one person to decide who would be the next president. I dismissed it out of hand, but sadly, the president was surrounded by a group of crackpot lawyers that kept telling him what his itching ears wanted to hear. And while I made my case to him of what I understood my oath of the Constitution to require uh, the president ultimately, uh, ultimately, you know, continued to demand uh, that I choose him over the Constitution. And so in this moment, irrespective of how this case plays out, I, I want the American people to know that I believe with all my heart that by God's grace I did my duty that day. And as I stand for the Republican nomination for president, I want them to know whatever it means to me, I'll always stand on the Constitution of the United States of America. Look, our country is more important than any one man. Our Constitution is more important than any one man's career. And that's true of me, and that's true of the president, former president of the United States. So you know, we're going to stand on the facts, and we're going to stand by what happened that day, the stand uh, that we took, and trust ourselves to the judgment uh, of Republican voters and ultimately the American people. So there you have it. So what do you guys think about what you said? Now, I think I have one more clip from Pence that I want to play right quick. You guys give me a second. Now, the, the main thing that he said, I want to play. Let me see if I can find that right quick. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. But from what you heard so far, what's your opinion about it? I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Um, oh, now here's one. Now, I was watching this when it happened live. This was pretty interesting because this was an interview on Fox. Um, in, that same, in that same time, I guess, I guess he was doing a bunch of press at that one moment when the indictment got released and then they're asking for his opinion. But watch this right quick and then we'll get into what you guys think about what he said. Let's, let's be clear on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in... Uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So let's, let's be clear. So that's what he's saying. He's saying, hey, if I did what he was asking me to do, then it would have got turned to the House. And if what he's saying is correct about it going to the House, what's the point in doing that? Because the House is controlled well, at that time. And I think, well, yeah, at that time it was controlled by the Democrats in 2020 so 
what's the purpose of sending it to the House? Do you think the House would have overturned the election? <laughs> so if, it, if the House is controlled by the Democrats, there's no way in the world that they will overturn the election. So even if he could do it, what's the purpose? All that was going to happen is that he would still lose and Pence would be in trouble for trying to overturn the election the same way that Trump is right now. So tell me the point. All right. Now, I understand the frustration people have, but you know what I think? I think that Trump got advice from the lawyers and the lawyers might have been wrong. The lawyers were trying to throw whatever they could at the wall as he was stuck. And they wanted Pence to participate in it. But Pence was like, yeah, I can't do that, though. I don't really have that kind of authority. And even if he did and it goes to the House, you're opening the can of worms because they're not going to overturn the election. If they're all Democrats, it doesn't even matter. Listen, it doesn't even matter if they think that the Lord's got a point and Trump has a point. It doesn't even make a difference. They are not going to overturn it. They're not going to do it. It's, it, it, it's, no, you, it's a snowball's chance. If they did so much trying to get Trump out the way, to, they, they impeached him, they spied on him, they impeached him not once but twice, spied on him, lied on him. If they did all that to get him out and they finally do it, you think they're going to just be like, oh, you know what, never mind. Let's go ahead and just overturn it. It's, it's no way that would ever happen. So I'm just trying to figure out what he could have done. I don't understand. I understand Trump's frustration because he's hearing advice from the lawyers but check it out. The thing about people, human beings, is that sometimes they make mistakes. And sometimes they get bad advice. And sometimes they take bad advice and they may do a thing that ultimately is a bad decision. Another example, lockdowns, shutdowns. Trump did do that because he got bad advice. Now, of course, at the time of the scamdemic, people were scared. They were afraid. They did not know how to go about trying to contain this thing, but it was bad advice to shut down. It was also bad advice to rush this vaccine out there, in my humble opinion. But at the time, it seemed to be good in the eyes of many, not in the eyes of me. Now, he said that he was not for the mandates, but to produce this thing in a very short period of time was a mistake, in my humble opinion. You can make mistakes and still be a great person, that can lead the country, but you can't just act like you make no mistakes and continue on that way. That's not how the world works, in my humble opinion. But hey, it is what it is. I mean, Trump got advice from lawyers. That's who was doing this, all right? And again, if what Mike Pence is saying is correct, that if he was to do anything, try to overturn it, then it would get kicked back to the House. Tell me the point of doing that when the House is controlled by the Democrats. You think, you think they're going to tell their own man he's not going to be able to be the president? Why would they do that? Why would they? Why would? Why in the world would they do that? It makes no sense. So, yeah, I mean, I just want people to understand that you can make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. We all fall short sometimes, and it's okay. I've made mistakes on this show, and I'll tell you when I make a mistake. Like the whole Carly Russell thing. It was a mistake I made. I made a wrong assertion. I gave the wrong judgment. It happens. But you got to admit it and move on. You can't act like you didn't do it. Like if I was to come here and say, you know what? Nah, I didn't get that wrong. I was right. It's like, nah, you were you were wrong, man. She, she, you know, had the cheese it's and, and she, she confessed. She said it. 
You got to admit when you're wrong, man. So, but I tell you what, though, um, Pence, you said quite a few things in an interview right here, this interview. I watched this live on Fox when it happened. You said a lot more than about Trump. He was talking about how the front runners in the Republican Party, uh, they don't want to have the U.S. be strong in the world and they want to go soft on Russia. It's like, whoa, 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 Pence. <laughs> See, Pence has no chance of becoming the president, obviously, because number one, not everyone understands that he couldn't have done anything. Some of them are mad about that. They're mad, at about, they're mad about the Trump situation. But the second thing is, that he is appearing to be kind of a globalist here, talking about we need to be stronger in the world. We got to be stronger against Russia as it relates to Ukraine. It's like, no, nah, I don't want that. We voted for Trump because we did not want the foreign intervention and the perpetual war. We don't want that kind of stuff. So if you're going to run on being a war hawk and you're already kind of like fighting a problem of being disliked by a large portion of the electorate, you have no chance. Now, I'll tell you who looks good right now is Ramaswamy. I would not vote for him, really. I, I think Trump is still the guy. I don't see, truth, to, truth be told, I don't see anybody that is stronger than Trump in the race. Um, DeSantis had a good start, but I don't know what he's been doing. I don't, I don't really understand. I feel like he's kind of regressed. I don't, I, I just can't put, I can't put my finger on it. Something's next. It's just not right with DeSantis. Ramaswamy looks better than DeSantis right now, but I'm not really sold on him either. It's something about both of these guys. I can't put my finger on. It's just not, it's just not connecting for me, but really i say these are the top guys, uh, Trump, DeSantis, Ramaswamy, anybody else? Nikki Haley, no. Um, Tim Scott, no. Who else? Uh, Mike Pence, obviously not. Asa Hutchinson, no way. This guy was talking about puberty blockers, the home blockers being the good. I'm like, no. How are you going to be conservative talking about uh, its treatment to have hormone blockers, puberty blockers, things of that nature? That's not treatment. That is called castration chemically. But I digress. All right. Um, so we're going to see. Now, DeSantis had to strike right now. Some say he should have waited. But, you see, DeSantis, had, he was hot. He was fire short, red hot. He had to go ahead and strike. It's like, why not strike while the iron is hot? If he was trying to come and get in 2028, he would have cooled off. But the problem is he struck while the iron was hot, but let the iron cool off. You see what I'm saying? The iron did not get kept hot that's the problem so i don't know what's going on it is what it is but if you like what you're hearing so far please give the video a thumbs up like the video share the video do all that good stuff now here's something else um do you think biden is still going to be the nominee for the democrats i don't know about that it's going to be kind of a stretch um as of right now he is he's the presumptive nominee but i think in the zero hour you're going to have gavin newsom swoop in and it'd be easy. He he got all the monies in California. It'd be easy for him to swoop in and be the nominee all day long. Okay. And it'd be a problem because Gavin Newsom used to date um, Kim Guilfoyle, who is Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. It'd be a mess if Gavin Newsom became 
the president, uh, the the nominee on the on the left. It'd be a crazy mess, and I think he had better chance than Joe Biden, for sure. Joe Biden is being used right now because of name recognition. People love Barack Obama, and they remember him from the Obama administration. That's the reason why they wanted to be out there. That's really the long and short. Gavin Newsom, on the other hand, is kind of a newcomer in the eyes of the general public, in the eyes of normies, not in reality. He's been around for a very long time in politics, but he's a newbie in the eyes of normies in America. Middle America, Podontville, USA, he's a newbie to their eyes. So he has to be introduced to the public and kind of, you know, they, they may start kind of floating them out there right now. And then the next time, 2028, they may run them. Or if your man cannot last, Joe Biden, if he just is stumbling, bumbling, fumbling, they may go ahead and just place him right there and go forward that way. All right. So we're going to see how the whole thing goes. Some say Michelle, Michelle Obama. I mean, she should have ran in 2020, in my opinion. But... I think she does not want to run. If she did run, she'd give everybody run for their money because obviously she's an Obama. That'd be a big thing. Uh, but you know what? I don't think we're ready for a female president. I, I don't think as a, as a country ready for a female president, Hillary Clinton in the eyes of many should have won, but we're not ready. Put it to you this way. 2008, we picked a black male over a white female. Okay. First time ever black, fe- black male. And first time ever white female who won. Now I'm not saying it was all because of the racial and gender thing. But what I'm saying is I don't think that we're ready for a female president. And all the chips were put into Hillary Clinton in 2016. Nobody thought Trump would win. He had no chance. Who is this clown? He's not going to be the guy. Everybody had support from Hillary Clinton. And then she lost. We're not ready for a female president. A female governor, senator, mayor, sure. President, no. Nope, nope, nope. Not yet. Maybe once we get past, um, maybe once we, once everybody's LGBTQ, P, maybe at that point, but not right now. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Okay, we got Super Chats on deck. Then we're going to get into the calls. Uh, I think I might have missed one topic. Devin Archer, I think I missed that. Yeah. Oh, and Creepy Joe finally acknowledging his, uh, his new grandbaby. You know, Hunter had a had a baby on, on a crack binge some years ago, probably about, what, four or five years ago now? And for a long time, when Joe would do interviews, he said, oh, I got six grandkids. Well, you have seven, sir. What about the the four-year-old little girl that Hunter had when he was smoking crack? The crack baby. I mean, the 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 baby that was outside of wedlock or whatever. He doesn't want to acknowledge it. But now, all of a sudden, he's acknowledging the baby. I wonder why. I, I, is he just trying to humanize Hunter because then we got a trial coming up? Like, what's the reason behind Finally acknowledging the baby. 2019, there was a paternity suit filed from this woman in Arkansas. So 19, 2021, 22, 23. I mean, how long does it take to get the, the, you know, to acknowledge the child? She filed the suit when the baby was born in 2019. And now we are four years later. 
they're just now saying, oh, that's our grandchild. I think it's because they got the case coming up with Hunter. He's going to trial, might go to the penitentiary. So, yeah, oh, that's right. We got a new grandbaby. Okay. Anyway, I digress. We got Super Chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And it's funny because he didn't just acknowledge the child during a conversation. They put out a statement. It's like, okay, I see what's going on here. A written statement from uh, the PR, from the lawyers. I get it. This is all legal, dog and pony ridiculousness. Anyway, thank you to Spitfire for the keep it up emoji with the working out. Appreciate you for that. Thank you to Chris McClure who says, ABL, how do I become a member? Love what you got to say. Um, It's actually a good question. I think that you can go to one of my videos and there should be a button that says join. Matter of fact, it should be one right now on this video. Up under it, it should say join. If you click that, you can become a member. Thank you for your super chat. I appreciate you. Thank you to Michael for becoming a member. And thank you to Michael Crichlow who says, Congress wouldn't have overhauled the Electoral Count Act last year if Mike Pence didn't have the power to set votes aside in the 2020 election. Mark Dice has been vocal about this for a while. But, okay, here's a question, though. Here's my overall question. If Mike Pence did anything, oh, matter of fact, here's a question. Is Mike Pence correct when he says if he did something, it would have got shot to the house? Is that correct? Because if it is, then there's no purpose even worrying about what could have, should have, would have. Because if it, if it went to the house, there is a 0% chance that they would have overturned it. There's no way a Democrat-run house would say, yes, you're right, uh, opponent, you won, and we lost. There's no way they would say that. If the official results said that they won, they're not going to overturn themselves. That makes no sense. But again, that's if what Mike Pence said is correct. If what he said is right, then that should, that should be the end right there. There shouldn't be no conversation about it. The law being overhauled is not even relevant if what he said is correct. Thank you to Monique Bryce who says, Newsom can't even run California, never mind the whole country. There you go. I'm with it 100%. Thank you to Jagger really who says only Trump or the Constitution or the continuation of clown world will never end. Okay, hold on. Only Trump, meaning he's the only guy, or the continuation of clown world will never end. If we ever get there, love the show and keep it going. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, we got calls on deck. The number to call, we see it right there, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 1220, the number's always in the ticker, also in the description. And there's also an email for a Skype if you want to get in that way. You can be right there, bottom left-hand corner of the screen. Uh, Michael Crislow says the votes would have gone back to the states. Would they go back to the house, though? That's the question. You know, is, is, is what Mike Pence said correct? Would it have gone back to the house? It says the votes would get sent back to the states. Would it go back to the house first? You see, are we skipping this step? Would it go to the House, then the states? How does that work? Is the House involved? If the House is involved, then it, it's irrelevant. If the House has a say, that's it. There's no way it would have gone to the states or anywhere else if the House was to intercept it. It's simple. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. And all right, let me get my Skype going. 
if Skype is not working right, don't blame me. Blame the white man. Let's go ahead and get let's go ahead and get to it. All righty. Now to the states. Now is the is the house involved? You guys are not answering the question. People are saying that we go to the states. My question is: Is the house with the house being involved? It's very simple. If the answer is yes, then the answer is yes. And if the answer is yes, then nothing else needs to be said because at that point, anything else is irrelevant. It's simple. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let me restart Skype right quick, and then we keep on rocking and rolling. Each state gets one vote. You guys are not answering the question. Thank you, Jennifer. Exactly. Pence couldn't have done it without the House vote. So if Pence needed the House to do anything, then there's no conversation. There is no way the House would allow this. This is what I'm trying to get across. The House would not allow this because they were controlled by the Democrats. Why would the House say, you know what? Y'all right, man. We're going to overturn it and give it back to the states. It wouldn't even go. It wouldn't. It would not happen. All right, so let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Yeah, it's it's real simple. Four three four six five eight one two two zero. All right. Let's see if Skype wants to work today. If not, then hey, it is what it is. Now we ain't we're not blaming Russia no more. We're gonna blame the white man. That's how that goes. Blame China? Yeah, I, I blame them too. Okay, I think I might have an issue with Skype. Y'all please give me a, a, a second and let's see if that works the way, I, the way I want it. All right. Who am I speaking to? 470? Hello. Well, a cat whose name's Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, BL, <laughs> I had to play that in honor of today since Trump got indicted for like the 19th time in the past, what, two and a half years? Yeah. <clears throat> this is This is insane. The left is so stupid, they don't realize every time they indict him or arrest him, his percentage goes up in popularity at least 10, 15, 20% more. That's right. They've turned him into a martyr. Exactly, because people are tired of this whole thing. They they know it's a charade, dark and pony show. So the the support for him is just going up and up and up. So I don't understand what their purpose is. Well, it's, it's, it's arrogance and stupidity. They don't understand every time they don't understand the concept about if you give somebody enough rope, they'll hang themselves and they're hanging themselves right now, which is good for us. But I mean, bad for them, but <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. As far as Pence is concerned. Uh, yeah, I don't like that guy at all. Um, I see what you're saying about if he had overturned the election, well, not overturned the election, but if he had, um, what do you call it? Denounced it or whatever, it would have gone straight back to the house. And since the House is run by the Democrats, they would have said, no, you know, right. we're, we're not going to go through with this. You know, it's, it still stands. Yep. That makes sense. But what, what pisses me off about Pence was how he said a couple of weeks ago when he's being interviewed by um, Tucker Carlson, how he, he was kept talking about, well, oh, Ukraine needs more weapons, more tanks and this and that and weapons, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, <clears throat> and then. Tucker Carlson's like, well, what about all the cities in America? Every city and every state is failing under the, the Biden regime. And then Pence is like, you know, well, that's not my concern. Yeah, yeah. That, well, it oh, should th- be your concern. You're running for president of the United States of America, for God, for Christ's sake. Right. 
So that just irritated me, you know, really pissed me off. But uh, as far as that sun bear is concerned, uh, that is real bear. Like you said, I agree. When the bear sat down on all fours, it's you could tell it's a real bear. It did look funny at first when it was standing in the wrinkles in the back near the bear's ass. Looks like a bear suit, but it's not. It's a bear. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I could understand why somebody who has not seen that kind of bear before would kind of be like, yeah, what's, what's going on? It looks, looks kind of suspicious, but no, it's a, it's a bear. Yeah, they're Asian. They're Chinese bears. They're unusual looking. They're very cute as cubs, actually. You should check out some pictures of them. Also, check out a video called uh, Man Kicks a Bear in the Balls. That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as uh, Snow White's concerned, it's, it's, she's now turned into Snow Brown. And she's <laughs> <laughs> just having midgets or, or dwarfs. They're, uh, what are they? Like a diversity group of short people that are under you know, like five foot tall or what or four foot six? Nah, like re- regular sized people, five foot eleven, <laughs> like normal people, not not even people that are short. No way. In the video in the in the picture I saw, they looked like they were no more than like four foot five or four foot seven. No, 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 no. These these are regular size like average sized people. Okay. So what they just downsize them? They it just said Disney said they're going to have um, a diverse cast of various heights, sizes, genders, and races. Okay, but in the original picture they showed, there were actual midgets. And I don't use the term dwarf because I'm not politically correct. I don't believe in leftism. They're, they're midgets. But they were, originally, there were midgets in the picture. Go back and look. You even showed it on your video. Nah, I mean, I'm sorry, on your podcast site. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was one little person, and then the rest were average sized people. They, they were not they were not little people. It was one little person, and the rest were average size. Okay, must have been extremely tall grass than they were standing in. But <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that's all I have to say for tonight. Um, yeah, I hope Biden goes down, but and Hunter, but it's not going to happen. So don't hold your breath, people. You know. They're going to get away with murder and they will keep focusing on Trump and these, you know, supposed crimes. So anyway, what we need to do right now is circle the wagons around Trump and, and protect him and stand by him. Cause he's our only hope right now for America. America first Trump 2024, man. That's all I have to say. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely Thanks appreciate it, man. Have a good night and be safe. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Eight, five, nine, 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 speaker two. Anyway, what we need to do... Hey, ABL, how's it going? I've been watching the show, man. Hey, it's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, it's your Libertarian Luciferian friend. How's it going? Also, I, you know, I I watched the, the segment you talked about, the uh, Snow White and Strawberry Dwarves. There's an interview with, I think it was Hornswoggle from the WWE, was actually pretty mad that the fact that they didn't they didn't cast any dwarves or midgets and, 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 and Snow White and Strawberry Dwarves. And actually, well, I think it was on... Uh, I don't know what show it was on, but he was debating a, uh, a, 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 like a, a progressive liberal on the subject. And he, even like the progressive, uh, the progressive um, person, he was getting offended by the <laughs> by Hornswoggle by using the word midget. It's like, and, he's, and basically Hornswoggle said, look, if I want to be called a midget, I want to be called a midget. And I don't care. And I think it's kind of silly that all these progressives are like, not realizing they're kind of ruining the jobs of little people. They're doing the opposite of progression, which is silly. I'm like, and I understand back in the day when they had, uh, made, they made the movie, uh, um, 
I forgot what the called. Movie Freaks. Yes, the, there was huge, you know, there was huge lawsuits because of that movie because of mistreatment of small people. But that was back in 1940s, not now. And I think it's kind of ridiculous that they're like, they're virtue signaling to the point that they're causing jobs in the industry. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how they're doing it. But I think that there could be a different reason. Like, I think some people are really trying to virtue signal and others are trying to just save some money, maybe, perhaps. It's true. I mean, you're, I mean, you're right. I mean, if they would have got like somebody like any other actor who's well known and just shrink them, like shrink them the short size and, you know, CGI them as a, as a dwarf, I mean, they're going to do that. That's kind of obvious, but I mean, somebody who is like three foot two or five or, or like four foot 10, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard for him to get a job. You know, they're, they're not like five foot five, like, like Tom Cruise, just saying, right. <laughs> you know? And then, uh, you know, also uh, about the whole thing about, like, pins saying, you know, as soon as you try to go in there, uh, they're, they're going to reject it and stuff like that. And even though we, there's, like, tons of proof of, like, questionable things in different states' elections and stuff like that, even suitcase gate, that's one of them. And those three women who basically kind of, you know, put those suitcases in there mysteriously – and saying, oh, those, those supposedly are unquote, unquote valid votes, even though they're not. They're not, they're not, they're not, I haven't heard anything, any punishment on them at all for doing that. And that's ridiculous. So, I mean, it, it, again, like, it's whole, this whole thing is just, you know, there's no favorite, there's always favoritism and politics into this. They're always like going after Trump for the most silliest of fractions ever, but you really have Joe Biden. His son getting caught with cocaine, unquote, unquote, uh, they found it, in the White House, but they're going after him over, like, stuff from, like, 1980-whatever, you know? This will tie him up in legal costs. Of course. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of obvious. I don't, I don't give a chance to dislike Trump or like Trump, but it, it makes it too obvious. It literally does. And then, like, him supporting Ukraine? Why is our money is fighting for a war that we have no involvement with? I just don't get it. I don't get the concept. I don't either. I think Pence, when he, as soon as he came in, I'm going to be honest with you. It's like he's going to cause more trouble than help. And that's how I see it. Hey, man, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Much love. Hey, keep on going at it, bro. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, no problem, man. No problem, man. Happy to hear from you. Bye. All right, shout out to the caller. All right. And let's keep on rocking here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's keep on rocking. 954, don't allow him to speak to. Hey, man, how's it going? All right, thanks. Hey, all right, I, man. I, I watch, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I, I watch, uh, like, all your videos. I'm a, I'm a really big NBA fan like you are. I've, I've been watching NBA since the late 80s. I haven't, I haven't seen you talk about um, this LeBron I Promise School. Did I miss, did I miss that or you haven't talked about it? I've not spoken about it yet, but I may do a video on that tomorrow. I've, I've kind of been seeing that on my timeline. I've just not had a chance to get around to it yet. Have you researched into any of it? I, I've done a little bit. Yeah, nah, I've not done a lot of research into it. I'm going to do some research and then do my video on it. But I've, I've heard about what's been happening about the kids that have not passed a math test since the third grade. Is that what I'm hearing? 
Or they've, they've, uh, not, they've, eight, not, they've eighth not. graders, three, three years of eighth graders have not zero. None, none of them have passed the state proficiency test in math in the past three years of, of their eighth grade class. Okay. That's what I saw. Okay. Um, which is, which is crazy. I did that. I don't know. If, like I said, I, I looked into a little bit that, that school's called I promise. Um, and, and from what I'm seeing, it was a program in the Akron school system, maybe Ohio statewide, but, but Akron specifically that I saw, it was like decentralized. Like they had, um, kids at each school. Like when, when I was in school, maybe when you were in school too, it was called, um, special education and, and i think maybe special education is not uh nah, what it is uh, politically what, what, correct what the, anymore what, what the i promise school is is a charter it's lebron james and no no it's not it's not a charter it's a, it's part of the akron public school system LeBron nah, but, james, but, but hear me out though uh, but hold, 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 call her call her call her hear me oh, out sorry. Call her. go ahead go ahead go ahead now what it is it's a charter because what they did was lebron sponsor a school and Akron public schools supports it. So it's like kind of, it's like a hybrid charter, but also <clears> public. <throat> so that's kind of what it is. But ultimately LeBron put some money behind it. They put some money behind it and then they kind of partnered on it. But that's been going on for a while. It's, it's not quite like Jalen Rose's JRLA in Detroit. It's a little bit more public than charter, but it is it's like a, a combination of both. Okay, what, what I'm seeing is that they used to have a program called I Promise in the Akron Public School System. So it was it was like a, a decentralized thing, and then the, the the James Family Foundation and the Akron Public School System got together and they decided to move all of those kids that were decentralized in all the all the public schools into one location. Uh, so they they took that building um, the James Family Foundation put two million dollars towards it. But the, the school costs the public school system $10 million a year to run. His, his foundation is donating money to supplement that, the cost of the school, but the taxpayers are still paying 75% of the school. And there's a lottery to get into the school, but all the, the staff, the faculty, all that, they are employees of the Akron public school system. His, right. his foundation, his James Family Foundation, they, they want to – they give kids like backpacks and and bicycles, but the Akron Public School System runs that school. Um, but it, anyway, like I said, I I just started looking into it. And I was I'm I'm looking forward to watching your video. Maybe maybe you know more than I know about it. It's just it it reminds me of your video about the Baltimore public schools throwing throwing money at kids and not getting results when you got zero kids. Uh, you know, passing the math proficiency for the state. Well, I tell you, um, I, put, you know, that, yeah, I, put, I put it to you this but, way. I put it to you this way. Like, what's going on with the school? People try to like blame the school. The problem is that if you already had kids in special ed as it is, and then you put them in one location, you're already dealing with low performers. First, second, correct. Um, if the home life of these kids is not improved, that's going to be a problem right there because a lot of these kids if they had the proper preparation before they got to kindergarten, they'd be in a better place. If kids... So it's like you always say, if you can't read by third grade, yeah, then you're done, that's, right? that's, that's, that's what I'm about to get into. If you can't read on level by the third grade, it, it's pretty much a wrap. I mean, there are some exceptions to that rule, but it's pretty much a, a rule that it, it, it applies. So if these kids are already behind and they're already in special ed, you're not going to go to this school and become... You know, a scholar overnight. That's not really going to 
or even at a certain point, right? It, it might not, it might not ever be that way. They might just be doing okay, but not to state level. And the and the they're putting ten million dollars a year into this school, and like you said, it's it's a lost cause at that point. This you know it's this Barack Obama no no child left behind program. When they need Joe Clark, lean on me. Get rid of all the kids that are dragging the other kids down. Now nah, put I'm, money I'm, into the into the kids that are performing. Now nah, what what should, what should happen is that at a certain point you got to realize you're not dealing with the brightest bunch. So rather than trying to right. have like a traditional school curriculum, trying to do you know uh, math like everybody else, you need to get into some of the skilled trades, working with your hands, do mm-hmm. things that would better right. fit your level of intelligence. And level of aptitude rather than trying to put a square peg into a round hole, waste of time and money. Agreed. Ed, you have time for one more quick NBA topic? Just real quickly, yes. Did Did you see Jalen Brown got three hundred million dollars and he's talking about putting the Black Wall Street in Boston? Yeah, I saw that, but you know the thing about Jalen Brown, obviously he's not done this before, so he'll learn right. very quickly that it's not going to be a real plan he can actually do. He has a he has a good idea in his mind. Maybe one of his homeboys tried to tell him about a particular thing, but that's how a lot of these guys go broke. They get these harebrained ideas from their friends, and they say, "Hey, you know what? We could put a black Wall Street in Boston. Give me twenty million dollars, and then he'll lose that money, and he won't do it again." Yeah, and, and the other thing, real quick, it, it's it's segregationist talk to me. I, I don't I don't like hearing that stuff. I mean, put money into the community for all races. Why has there got to be a black wall street specifically? Yeah. I mean, but the whole, the race thing is not even really important. The whole thing is, it's just some kind of harebrained idea. It's a bad investment. Putting money into the community ain't going to do nothing. Like he needs to have like a real person in his ear that will actually tell him the right thing to do and do his own research. Try to listen to your friends and doing all these harebrained schemes and investments it's, it's, it's a way to lose your money because once you get this big bag, everybody has their hand out and it could be your cousin from uh third grade, never seen, or it could be some guy in the suit and the whole company trying to get your money. That's kind of how it goes. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, I'm thank you. AB. I'm looking forward to that LeBron video. Take All care. Right. So yeah, shout out to my man. Yeah. These guys, once they get a big bag of money, you, you'll get approached from every corner of society. You're going to get to Sam Bankman Freed's to come at you. Hey, invest in FTX. It's a, it's a crypto exchange. Put $10 million in there, and you lose everything. You lose your whole shirt. You go bankrupt. Where's the money? It's gone. Where's he at? In, 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 in the Bahamas, chilling. Then your homeboy says, you know what? I want, to start a, I want to start a hot dog stand right in the center of the ghetto in Chicago. All I need is $100,000. You'll give him $100,000, and the money will be gone. It's the same thing. Everybody has their hand out when you got a big bag of money to spend. You a young guy, 20-something years old, coming from the hood, no knowledge of how to do with money, that money will be gone instantly. A fool and their money soon shall part, but I digress. Let's keep on rocking here. 619, you're who am I speaking to? Hi, this is T calling from Commie, California. How are you? Oh, well, how about yourself? Good, good. Um... I just wanted a, a quick comment for one about uh, Pence. I just want to say the man's crazy. I think he's lost his mind, and I think he needs to shut his mouth. I think he's said enough, and people that are real patriots are really pissed off, and we're tired of hearing him talk. He just needs to shut up and go away. <laughs> so uh, that's my opinion on Pence, and everybody's got their own, right? <laughs> that's right. 
um, California Governor New Scum, uh, people would be really stupid to vote for him even if he tried to run for president. Um, but, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if they sneak him in there and, you know, buff him up and make him look like he's some wonderful person that's going to save the country. He is a horrible human being. He has ruined the state of California, and we are suffering out here. We are paying $1,200 a month for electricity, you know, for a house that has no central air or heat. is ridiculous. You know, there are people really hurting out here. You can't even walk around on the streets like you used to without carrying a weapon. You can't. And if you use that weapon for your own self-defense, you end up getting locked up. So it's, it is horrible out here, and I would not recommend anyone even thinking about voting for that guy, even if new scum tries to get in there. Take my word for it. You don't want him. <laughs> right on. And um, as far as illegals, I wanted to hit on that really quick. As you all can see, they're taking over America. Look at all the video coming out of New York City. Just look at it. California is the same way. Texas, obviously, is having issues, Arizona. Until we close that border, this is not going to stop. Now, Democrats, which I call demon craps, are not going to close this border. They're not going to do it because they want to change America. They want the socialism. And they want all of us dead or gone. And that's exactly why they wanted all of you to get those shots in your arms so that you will die and go away. And that's already people are finding out by them dying they're finding out most of these people have had the vaccines mm. so the big thing is they're trying to change our country and what better way to do it leave the border open and let them run us over they're taking all the government funding you see the people of chicago are yelling for help they're not going to get help so they might as well just be quiet because they voted all this crap in and now they're suffering I got to tell you, I don't feel sorry for them. I really don't. It's just like the state I'm in, all these people out here that voted for this stuff, you're getting what you voted for and what you wanted. Now you got it. And now people like me who are patriots are trying to change it, to get away from this stuff, to make things better. But, you know, what are we going to do? I, on my last thought, I just want to say that if we don't make a change next year, if things don't get turned around and taken out of their hands, we're going to war, and we're going to an in-country war. There's no doubt about it, because patriots are not going to stand for this. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you, A.B. I'll have a great night. Same to you. All right, very good call. Very, very good call. And shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. I see you right there, David. Where you say you're being I see you right there. You're right there on the screen. You're not being censored. You're good, boss. All right, let's keep on going here. Let's go to 205. I don't mind who I'm speaking to. Hey, David. Give me one sec. All right, can you hear me? I hear you well. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I was want to speak about the um, the uh, the election uh, with Mike Pence and stuff regarding that. 
I think, honestly, I know a lot of people are mad about Pence. Uh, I forgot what was in the Constitution. I think it was something that the vice president could have done for his not certifying the the votes. Uh, I'm not going to quote on it because I, I actually uh, I, I, I can't quote a word for it. I forgot. But I think a lot of this really came down to the Supreme Court. Do you remember you did a video on it before? Do you remember when Texas went out and sued Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, because they said that the state violated their election laws whenever they changed the rules, like within a few months before the election and the courts decided on the change, whereas it should have been the state house that were the only ones uh, that were qualified to do that. So they went out and sued those states and said that, hey, they violated their election laws. Therefore, it is affecting Texans for their uh, right to vote. And then you had Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, everybody just come on in the lawsuit. And then you had California, a couple of other liberal states on the side of Arizona and Atlanta. Uh, do you remember that? Um, not really. Um, well, that did happen. I, I think you did a video on it, but pretty much the whole entire country was in a lawsuit. And as soon as it got to the Supreme Court, they struck it down and said that we're not going to we're, we're not going to look at this. And I really think that where a lot of this falls down to the Supreme the evidence that was going on with some of the states of some of the election fraud was never really looked at. I mean, places where they had a recount. It's, it wasn't an actual audit because uh, uh, even Trump wanted an audit. He wasn't asking for a recount because you're going to re keep recounting the same fraudulent votes. So I really think that the Supreme Court kind of let us down because I feel like they really should have looked at the evidence that these independent states were saying, especially with some of these whistleblowers and poll workers were saying that some of the stuff that they were seeing, even in Atlanta. I remember the lady was saying how some of the ballots that came in looked like they came off fresh off the printing press like the little uh, bubble that you fill in with a pencil. Mm -hmm. She said these are like it was filled in like computer, com like like a computer from a from a print sheet. Mm -hmm. And she thought that was odd where some of them look like it was actually filled in with a pencil. You can kind of tell between when something is printed compared to where someone actually filled in the bubble. So um, I do think that we should kind of all like we should all remember that. I think that we should really blame the Supreme Court. I know we have some conservative people in there. I don't know what the vote was. I don't know if it was, I think, I think Clarence Thomas was actually the, one of the only people there that said that I think that we need to actually look into this, but the rest of the Supreme court judges like, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to determine the election. You know, they kind of want to keep their hands clean. And so, uh, but yeah, I, I, I feel like, man, we're kind of in rough shape as a, as a conservative party, man. Cause I feel like, even even if uh, I don't know, it's like you say, DeSantis is something I feel you when you say you can't really put your eye on it. What's going on with the candidates we have? It's just something even DeSantis, you know, I'm 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 back and forth between Alabama and Florida. And uh, I'll be happy if DeSantis could kind of uh, take the torch if Trump was not able to get in there. But I feel like he doesn't have that type of national support like Trump does. And, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like if, if Trump don't get back in there, it's, I think our party is going to have a hard time trying to retake everything back over. And I said this even when Joe Biden got elected. I feel like even if Trump was to get back in, I feel like the damage that Biden.
is, is almost irreversible at this point that I feel like Trump is not even really going to be able to fix some of this stuff. I mean, we're knees deep into the Ukraine war close to, you know, uh, with a global World War Three conflict. So, but anyway, I'm just going to leave with that thought. And uh, any of the viewers that's watching, if y'all can remember that uh, with the lawsuit where all the different states came to play, then uh, make sure you mention that in the comments below. But uh, thank you, Bill, for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right, shout out to my man for the call. Good call. Very good call. A lot of good insight there. 503, who, who am I speaking to? 503, hello? Hey, what's up, baby? You know, um, yeah, man, I just wanted to kind of touch base a little bit about what one of the previous callers was, uh, you know, talking about Mike Pence with his interview or, uh, with Tucker Carlson. And, uh, I was shocked. I was uh, shocked with what came out of his mouth when he, I mean, it's bad enough that we're spending these billions and billions of dollars, you know, to the Ukraine. And when that money overnight could solve so many issues in our country, I mean, you know, I, I'm in Portland, Oregon, of course, and we know the hell hole that that city is turning into and it sucks because I'm born and raised here. I've seven generations, man, seven generations in this, in this city and state, you know, and, uh, I see the homeless crisis that's going on in my city, not just my, you know, all across the country from the homelessness, the drug addict epidemics, uh, you know, things are just, they're not getting any better. We're on a bad trajectory, you know, and I, it just makes me sick when I hear about all the money that's being given away to a country that, you know, and I'm not trying to hate on another country or whatever, but America comes first. Our people come first. It, sh it should be that way. And I don't understand why, like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. And when I heard Pence say that we need to give more ammo, give more equipment to Ukraine. And then when Tucker asked, well, what about America? For him to say, not my problem, I don't really care. I was like, did he really just say that? I, I, was, I was floored. I, I was shocked. Um, it's, it's sad. It's sad to see, like the last caller mentioned, what's happening right now with the, the Republican Party. You know, you're, you're seeing the Republican Party even that's falling apart before our own eyes, you know? So many Republicans, it seems like they're either bought out or they're caving in uh, to the other side. Or I, I don't know exactly what it is, but they don't have our best interest at heart. You know, so uh, I hope this next election, man, that, you know, we can get Trump back in office and hopefully start fixing a lot of the damage that's been done these last couple of years and try to get back on the right path because... We're heading down a dangerous road, and I love this country. I love my brothers and sisters, and it's just, it scares me. It scares me. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> Appreciate wow. everybody for listening. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, ABL. God bless. All right, shout out to my man for the call. Great call. Six, seven, eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
Six, seven, eight. Hello. Don't get cold feet now. All right. Let's keep on going here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go 504. You don't know how much speaker to. Hey, ABL. It's Alien Spaceship. All right, man. What's going on? All right, I have some things to say. So um, well, I'm going to get my, I have this bag over here. I have to bring it to this room so I don't want something going in it. All right, so, okay. So basically, um, very good stream. And I wanted to talk about the topics that you're bringing up. So uh, basically, yeah, I think it's absurd what's going on with those hotels, with the uh, the migrants. And it looks like they are from all over the world. And I think that it's getting out of hand more than ever before. Yeah, definitely. And um, the people who are in charge of these places are responsible. Yeah, exactly. And they're giving the people food and different things like that. And they're enabling them. And as I said, and chat was saying, a lot of these people are like military age men and they certainly could pose a great threat to the citizens in our sovereignty. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. No question about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, also, I think that, yeah, there's a lot of corruption and that they're bringing them in for various reasons. And I do think like you're showing earlier with the people that were robbing the the gas station. I, yeah. I think totally they're, they're thugs and crime is increasing everywhere. It seems more than ever before. And uh, do you think that it could have to do with the economic situation of the country that some people uh, got hit really hard with it? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure what your question is. Okay, so I think you know with the high inflation, maybe people were doing bad financially, and besides people being thugs and hoodlums because the police were defunded, maybe people were having more. They were having other issues as well because of the economy collapsing, and it drove them to do more criminal activity. You well, think that could be a possibility? The, the criminal activity, a lot of it is not necessarily economically based. You know, people would just if you if you're having hard times economically. You, you do more property crime. Like people are just doing senseless things. A lot, a lot of this is driven by drugs, mm -hmm. alcohol, that type of stuff. People just that are out of their mind on drugs or just criminals in general who are allowed to just roam the streets and keep getting arrested over and over again with no kind of real penalty. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That makes sense. And I think that is like what I was saying before about the police being defunded. It causes, you know, more of these people just do whatever they want. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and also I think that the religion is being persecuted, the religious people, like with the churches and stuff in Europe. I think that that's a problem, and I think that we've seen this throughout you know, our country. It's getting away from God, and more people are being persecuted for talking about religious things and being you know, like arrested for it, like people protest about it, but they let other people go and riot and destroy stuff uh, throughout the country. And I do think the system is very rigged. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's, 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 a lot, it's a lot going on out here. Right. Oh, and the sun bear, that was very interesting. I like the, uh, the, that, what you showed. Because at first, I wasn't too sure what it was, but I was waiting for you to give another uh, video of it. And yeah, that is a very interesting uh, bear. It like, walks around like a person. Yeah, it's definitely something that I've not seen before. But seeing different videos of the same bear, it, it just it, it let me know that it was a real thing. But just very interesting. Yeah. And also, yeah, I think that is basically how 
they because the people like Antifa and stuff, they in twenty twenty, like with the George Floyd, they did all that stuff around the country and burned stuff down and they can't figure out all those people who they are, but they can find out something very simple. And I just think that's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And yeah, that's all I have to say for this call. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. All right, great call. Shout out to man for the call. Most certainly appreciate you guys. And if you like what you're hearing so far tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. 269 on the line, who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. I'm just calling in to talk a little bit. We joined late, um, but I caught you talking about special education a little. And just some food for thought for you and chat and, you know, thinking forward as taxpayers. I'm a speech therapist. I work in a public school. I am non-union. <laughs> but one of the things that happened after the pandemic in 2022, the CDC delayed language development milestones by almost a full year. So children who are now entering kindergarten post-pandemic don't have the same language skills that kids 5 or 10 or, you know, 30 years ago had. All of education should be based on your language development. If you don't develop your language skills, you don't understand basic concepts, comparison and contrast. State standards are already well advanced of language development age. So I think it's only going to get worse. And unfortunately, special education now includes not just the kids who need it, but the kids whose parents have lawyers to fight for it. And that's just all I wanted to share today. Well, I thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Thanks. Very, very good insight. It's good to have that insight. Good to know what's going on out here. Absolutely. Shout out to her for the call. I appreciate all you guys for being here. 315 in online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL. How you doing? It's Troy. Um, Calling from New York, the uh, capital of ninety six thousand people that have no place to stay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's really crazy what's happening right there in New York City. Oh my goodness, I I wouldn't even go to the city right now. It's insanity. Oh, absolutely crazy. Oh, that's what you get when you have an open border. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the um, whole thing. And it's weird because you see Eric Adams said that we got to close the border up after he said that New York City is a sanctuary city. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty he strange. wants to have his cake and eat it, too, and then just keep eating it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, what's crazy is, like, we're taking care of all these people, but what about our, our, our homeless veterans? No one's even talking about them. <laughs> oh yeah, like, nobody really cares. Care of them first. Yeah, they, they don't. It's, they're, they're not really important, I suppose. Yeah, it's crazy. But I don't know, man. All these people coming in. How, how many of them are like part of something, and they're just waiting for the call? You know what I mean? They got people all over our country that I'm sure don't like us. Oh yeah, I mean that could easily <laughs> just you know it, it get one call and they're activated, and now we got a big problem. And people are like, hey, where, how did this happen? Well. The border was wide open. What was going to be the result? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, you know, I have a question. Like, do you really think they're going to let Trump win? Like, uh, they already stole one election from him. I mean, do you really think they're going to let him win? It's, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I don't really know. I can't really predict the future, but I think that it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, 
because he's going to be the nominee. I don't see anybody else really taking it from him. So they're going to try to do a lot of tricks to take the nomination. They're going to do a lot of tricks to get to, to try and win over him, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, if Biden is the guy and he's stumbling and bumbling throughout, that's going to be a problem. Uh, they're going to try to put somebody else in there. They're going to do everything in their power to keep him from succeeding. If if and when he wins, it's going to be a miracle. Yeah, I, I just don't think they're going to let it happen. I don't know. I hope it uh, – I mean, I hope so. But even that – what's that guy's name? Vervek Swami? Yeah. And I'm, I probably just butchered that. But he seems like a good dude, but – I don't think any, it's like Trump or, or nothing. Like we need someone to get back in there and just hammer people, you know? And that's why they won't let him, I think, um, be president. Cause they know he's coming for him. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely going to so, be a lot. You know, I got one more thing to say and I'll let you go. Um, that whole Andrew Tate thing. I know you're not talking about this, but I just wanted to put like, make people think about this. So he's basically got, uh, what is it, sex trafficking things for, like, lover boy method. But to me, that's like you trying to hook up with a girl. So any girl you hook up with and go on a date can say that, right? <laughs> the lover boy method? Yeah, I Think suppose about so. that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, like, really, that, that, that kind of thing wouldn't even be a problem over here. It wouldn't even really be something that happens because, you know, it's... It, in, in their country, they have their own particular laws over in Romania where he's where he's living. If if he was in UK doing that, then it wouldn't even be a problem. Oh, I think they put him in jail in the UK quicker than Romania. Well, they don't like it. They, they, they might crazy. want to, but they might not have any kind of grounds to do it because what he's doing is not really illegal over in UK. Yeah, he's not doing anything illegal. They just don't like him. <laughs> right. You know what he's doing illegal? Speaking the truth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, man, I'll let you go. Good talking to you. Everyone have a good night. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, man. All right, shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. 860, you're going to learn. speaker to? Hey, Bill. It's uh, A Ranger Xbox, brother. How you doing? It's all good, man. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good. Uh Pence is a piece of fecal matter. That's all there is to it. Uh, he had an obligation, and he didn't do that. And uh, the caller was 100% correct. Uh, the legislation of the states handles the election rules, but they changed that for COVID to allow all these weird and funky mail-in voting, drop boxes, all this other crap. But uh, anyway... That's not really what I wanted to talk about, but uh, just kudos to the caller for being very correct on that subject. But you remember the chef who just drowned, ABL? Yes. Have you seen a recent photograph of Obama on the golf course? No, I haven't. Uh, the, uh, I know you haven't, or you would have done a video on it. The brother's sporting a black eye and broken fingers. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that was highly interesting. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. Uh, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were being sued by Dominion. They won their case, but you didn't hear that in the media. Sure, sure didn't. Yeah, I know. And 
You know, I was just talking to a, la- a lady who happens to be black, and she lives in Edison, New York, but she's from New York City, and she said, it's a shame. I said, well, they got what they voted for. She looked at me and said, you know, I have to admit it. You're right. I said, hey, Rudy Giuliani, New York City was wonderful. People went there from all over the world. They felt safe to be there. They spent money there. New Yorkers were making money. Oh, my God. What a change. But this is all being done on purpose, brother. People are finally waking up to it. But I've been saying it for three years. They want to destroy America. America has to fall before they can enslave the world. And that's their goal. They, they say it openly now. There's, they, they say it on video. There's people at the World Economic Forum that aren't down with the program that sneak cameras and take videos of their, you know, their lectures and discussions. And uh, Wimkin.com and Rumble are great places to find those videos because you won't find them on YouTube. As you know, you got to self-censor yourself, and you're very good at it, ABL. I just don't post anything on YouTube anymore. They've threatened to permanently suspend me, so can't do it. So anyway, uh, there was something else I want to talk about, but it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, uh, how to get uh, John Kerry and Al Gore and all these prima donnas, you know, with the climate change, isn't with their private jets. Hit them on their electric bills. You can search this. Al Gore's monthly electric bill, monthly, is $31,000 a month. That's crazy. That's the electric bill of a small town. Yeah, that's, 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 out, that's out of control. <laughs> yeah, so we need a, well, we don't need socialized uh government medicine we need socialized banking oh brother i'm gonna let you go with that great show great callers uh god bless america people let's get our country back take care brother love you thank for the call appreciate it bye all right great call let's keep on rocking here 215 don't mind who i'm speaking to hey how's it going abl it's all good man what's happening yeah i wanted to say um what was that question I was, I was about to ask? Yeah, well, um, yeah, I seen I seen the video while you were live streaming about I've been seeing all the videos on Chicago, people in the basically now complaining about the rising crime, they're not being taken care of, they're being forgotten about. And is it I'm just see, my question is, are they just now coming to this conclusion? <laughs> and not only that, is like is this is not the first time this has happened, but has it I guess it got so bad, they're finally like, no, this is not right. They're rising up and they're protesting. It's like, I don't know. I'm speechless. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand like a lot of these people because the things that are going on are kind of what they wanted. They say, okay, we're going to defund the police. So then when you call the police and they don't show up, well, what was going to be the result? You want a community police? Exactly. Well, okay, you go out there. You're the community. See, they don't, they don't really understand... A lot of people don't even understand the results of the things that they actually vote for. They have no idea. And then some people just vote for Democrats or don't vote at all. And have no idea what's happening. They have no idea about the whole defund the police movement. And then when it happens, they're totally taken off guard. Yeah. And then a lot of people don't know what the, the whole defund the police movement actually represents. And then on top of that, what got me 
back in 2020 with all the riots and stuff, when all the riots had happened, I literally watched it. Every news station covered the riots, and then they're going to lie and turn right around and say, no, there were peaceful protests, there were no riots. But, you know, you got CNN covering ABC News, literally every liberal and conservative news station covering the riots. And then you got to turn around and lie and say it never happened. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if a lot of people cannot see that, see that they're lying, then you're just obviously, that's just being willfully ignorant at that point. You don't want to see it. Exactly. Exactly. Because a lot of them, they feel like, oh, I don't want to prove that Trump was right or those Republicans were right. Well, hey, I mean, well, I mean, I know what I look at with my own two eyes. Sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) Exactly. And and another another issue I wanted to touch on. Well, uh, Trump being indicted again, which is a complete waste of time. I just get tired of them talking about it. Now they're, they're so. Let me get this straight. They're bringing up January six again. That's right. Jeez. Oh, Even though, well, it, of course, it's not going to matter to these Democrats that that was two years ago. And exactly what ha- actually happened besides broken windows, besides some loss of life, may they rest in peace, but broken windows and smoke bombs. And I tell people. If those people really wanted to take over the Capitol and every single person had guns, they would have took they would have took that Capitol. You're not taking that. They, they ain't taking that Capitol back. You know how many people was out there that day? They could have swarmed that Capitol. They could have swarmed that Capitol even without guns, and they just still had a hard time getting them out. Even even if they did have guns, because there's too many people. Exactly. I tell a lot of people that. They said, no, and a lot of liberals keep trying to tell them, no, they did have guns. I said, every single person, every single crowd member had guns? Because I'm telling you right now, if every crowd member had guns, and when Ashley Babbitt, Babbitt got shot, that officer that shot her, he, would have, he wouldn't have made it out alive. If those people were as violent as they said they was, the minute one of the protesters got shot and killed, they would have just let loose on him, and he wouldn't have made it out alive. And they would have just took the Capitol, and it would have took them probably months to get them out because there's too many people. If they was really committed and if they were really a cult and they took, they really wanted that capital, they would have took that capital over and then they wouldn't, it would probably took them a while to get them out because there's too many people. And if every single last one of them have guns, AR-15s and all that stuff, and they're that dangerous and violent, yeah, you're not getting them out. You probably want to negotiate. You probably wouldn't even want to. True. I don't know. I would say they probably would say that capital is a lost cause at this point. They're like, yeah, let's give the capital to them. Like Chaz Chop Zone. Oh, let's just have let them have it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, ABL. I'm just speculating, but yeah, no. Nah. But I, I just, but last thing I like to say, they're just wasting everybody's time. Anybody who's just paying attention to January, it's, it's a waste of time. You're wasting your time with this whole January 6th thing. It's, it's a no, it's not going anywhere. But, they're gonna to try to make it go somewhere. They're gonna try, but you know, it, it like they already impeached Trump over this back in twenty twenty one, and that didn't go anywhere. So, uh, what are they gonna get from this? I have no idea. Yeah, they, and they've already impeached him again, and it's like, what now? Right. So, but thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, they already impeached. Uh, Trump over January 6th. Now they want to try to charge him again. It's like, well, what are we doing? Is this double jeopardy or 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 what? What's going on? But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously.
Yeah, the whole thing with the Capitol, the whole thing with January 6th and the Capitol was so overblown because there was a bunch of riots and whatnot happening at the Capitol, near the Capitol, on the Capitol, throughout months before that. Uh, days before that, you had a bunch of these liberals. They had their own little thing. Uh, he, he mentioned the Chaz Chop Zone, but remember the White House Autonomous Zone? Remember that? That happened, and we just allied it. We just totally forgot about that. We kind of like memory hold that. <laughs> I was like, well, that that really did happen. I don't understand what, you know. Hold on. Let's see if I can find that. White House Autonomous Zone. Uh, or the, the Black House. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Hold on. Are, are they not even going to show it on YouTube? That's pretty interesting. Or it, it might have been the Black House Autonomous Zone rather than the White House called the Black House. Yeah, it, it was... Um, in D.C., yeah, it, it was uh, the Autonomous Zone. Three years ago, 2020, I remember that very well because I was out there when that happened. 203, you don't lie. What's up, ABL? It's your boy, Angel. All right, man, what's going on? Nothing much, man. I missed your show tonight, but I caught some of the last uh, callers who were talking about the January 6th thing, right? Yeah. Yo, did, did, do you know that Time Magazine came out with an article and it literally explains what they did during the election and January 6th? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with it. All right. If I can find it, I'll send it to uh, your, uh, your, your email on your website. But um, then at the same time, like, January 6th was, they have something what's called, uh, it's called the sacking of Rome. And that dude, the shaman dude, and the other guy who's holding the flag, it's the same depiction of this, like, bro, this painting from way back when, when Rome fell. I was like, oh, these people are trying to tell us something. It's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So check out. I'm going to send that uh, Time Magazine article because it was, I was like, there you have it. They had social media. Everybody was up in there. I mean, even NPR, um, before the the alleged, um, you know, January 6th, where they try to overtake the Capitol, NPR had put an article out, I mean, like five, six hours beforehand. I'm like, how's that? Make that make sense. How, how are you depicting and already saying what's going to happen before it's even happened? Because the riot started, like, what, around one thirty or something like that? I'm like, nah, you're not going to have something at 9.30 in the morning talking about, oh, this is what's happening right now in the Capitol and it's not even occurring. Uh, anyways, bro. That's all I got. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one, man. All right, now. All right. Shout out to the caller. Well, that would be a wrap for me tonight. Thank y'all for being here yet again. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you heard tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. I'll be back again on Saturday live and direct. Same bad time, same bad place. 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's right around right now. 
11 Eastern. And this is a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description box or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. All righty. We got Super Chats on deck. Then I wrap it on up, put the bow clean on top. Thank you to Genesis King Sword, who says, man, it's been a wild ride. It has, huh? And that gets a razor shot thoughtfulness, who says, if the left truly cared about justice, they wouldn't readily resort to dishonesty and censorship to attain it. Respectable people don't cheat, and they don't rig the game to get ahead. Well, there you go. I'm with you on that one, 100%. All right, so that'll be a wrap for me. Thank, thank you for being here. I got, I'll be back live again on Saturday, and I am going to put out some videos tomorrow. I'm going to do that LeBron James video, I am. Because I've been kind of watching that, but I've not really been keyed into it. And I got a couple more coming out. Oh, I got one coming out about Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about chromosomes don't matter. So you're a scientist saying that chromosomes don't matter. That's pretty interesting, but that's coming out tomorrow. And I got one more about this lady stealing from the school. Yeah, spending 40000 in school funds on vacations. You know, that sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? People, you know, a, a, a grifting, taking money, doing whatever they want to do. Uh, going on vacations, buying clothes and cars and trips. So when you see people on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and whatnot, uh, showing all kind of wealth and jewelry, you gotta uh, you gotta think about it. It's like, have they gotten this by ill begotten means? How did they get this thing? You keeping up with them? Meanwhile, they stole their money. So don't get involved trying to keep up with a scammer or a, a, a common thief. All right, that's Uncle ABL advice for today. Don't get caught up in trying to compare yourself to what's happening on these internets. When you don't even know if who you are comparing yourself to is a thief, a crook, or a shyster or not. But that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.